And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome back to Fast Track Fridays. I'm your host, Randy Lofgren. If you are new to the podcast, let me explain what we do here. On Fast Track Fridays, the Jason Modcast Podcast Network was created back in November of 2012. In that time, we have accumulated almost 900 episodes, and with the passing of every year, our archive continues to grow. So to keep the shows, in some cases, the people alive, I will pick three episodes from the past. We will take a look at the episode's information that comes with it and give it a listen. Afterward, we will talk about the content, and we will do this with at three shows. And in the end, I will hopefully deliver to you at least three hours of audio entertainment. And on the show today, we pick for you American Fat-Ass Podcast 42, Porn on Roku and HamFarts.com. October 27, 2014. This week, with Nick and Jim, talk Jim's big test. Getting porn on your Roku box. Girls farting on foods and other sex fetishes, as well as your new business prospect, hamfarts.com. All right, American Fat Ass Podcast. Nick and Jim, back with you for your weekly one-hour bullshit session. Uh, I am back after taking off some time to study for a test, which I fucking failed anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I. There's two parts. There's the state and the national, and uh, I passed the state and failed the national. So <sighs> that blows. So where do you go yeah. from now? Like, do you have? I'm assuming you can take it again, but do you have to take like both parts, or like you know, do you have to wait a while? No, I don't have to take the state portion, um, but I do have to take the national, and I have to wait until next Friday is the earliest that I could take it. Okay. And it's going to cost me another ninety four dollars. I was about that was my next question: Does it cost you money each time? That yep. fucking sucks. Yep, yep. It sucks. I mean, I'm paying that. I'm paying four four hundred dollars for the class, and then I have to pay to take the test. I have to pay to get light. Like it's it's a lot of money to uh, get your uh, realty license. So. so I'm going to be pissed if I go there next week and I fail again. <laughs> Are you just going to bring a razor blade just in case? I might. Ready? (laughs) (laughs) Just sit there. You hand your fucking paper. Is it on a computer or is like a paper? Computer. Oh, so just fucking like hold a razor blade to your wrist and like use your pinky to hit the submit button. (laughs) 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 Now, do you know like right away if you failed or pass, or like do they have to look it over? Oh, that sucks. Right away. Like it's good in a way because you get like you know right away. Yeah, but then it's bad in a way because you're like, there, there's no going home. But like, okay, you know, I feel pretty good about it. And, you know, you get you get a couple of days where you feel good. Right. Yeah. 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 <sighs> no, this is uh, pretty much instantly. Um, while while I was in the class, the uh, the uh, teacher was saying that the, it'll come right up on the screen that that you pass. And I hit that submit button. I took the survey, and no pop up. I'm like, motherfucker, why is it the pop up there? Like, come on. <laughs> So I had to call... uh, teacher, mine's broken. I yeah. don't see a pop up here. <laughs> no, so I so I had to call the uh, the proctor, um, 
you know, I had to go out there and be like, Hey, uh, um, I'm done. And he goes, Oh, okay, let's go check it out. And goes over to the printer and this thing prints out and it says, we forget to inform you that you have failed. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, son of a, and it, but the good thing is, is it tells you it breaks down like, um, each section. So you, so I know exactly where I was weak so I can go back and study that shit. But okay. Yeah. That's not, that's not horrible, but still sucks in a way. It does. Yeah. How'd you tell your wife you failed? I just told her. I was like, Oh hey. really? Yeah. yeah. Was she cool with it? Like, should she at least come for you or would she like give you that kind of smug look like you dumb fuck? I can't believe I fucking married you. <laughs> no, no, no. She was like, oh, and you studied. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> like it would have been better if you didn't study. <laughs> That's the thing. Like going through high school, like go, I, I, I have my insurance license and like all this like truck driving school and shit. Like I didn't have to study or even try. Right. Like, I just walk into class and like, hey, take the test and, you know, pass it. You know, never got like straight A's or anything like that. But like, you know, I was always able to pass. But, I, I have I have never in my life been good at taking tests. Yeah, like, I just I can't fucking do it. I, they they irritate me. I, I think too much into them. Yeah, even like when I know what I'm talking about, like you can give me a test right now on I don't know cooking or fucking basketball or something that I I am really good at, and mm-hmm. I tell you what, I I most likely fail it. Like I just I suck at taking tests. Huh. Yeah. See, I, I've always been a good test taker. Just this one, I don't know. This one's got got me perplexed. I can't. I can't. I don't know. Just can't do it. <laughs> it sucks. I mean, I think part of the problem was took the test on Monday. So like I wake up Monday morning and I'm in the shower or no, before I even get in the shower, I turn on the news and the traffic's on. There's like accidents all along my route. I'm like, well, so now I've got to leave like an hour early um, where I could have left like 30 minutes early. And, um, you know, there's just traffic all, all the way up. I've got to drive my pickup truck, which is not as comfortable as the minivan. And like, Wait a minute, you have a pickup truck? Yeah, yeah. Since when do you have a pickup truck? Uh, six months ago. The fuck? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Went out Sir, and... that, that gives you so much more street cred than rolling around in a minivan. I can't believe you didn't bring this up before. <laughs> out of all the times yeah. I've called you a fucking woman, <laughs> you, yeah. you got a pickup truck? Yeah. I've got what color pick... is it? Uh, a blue, like a light I... blue. Oh, it's a light blue? Yeah, it's not a midnight blue or anything. Though. Fucking queer. But it's a night. It's a ninety-five F one fifty, single cab. So I don't know if that helps. Single that cab versus, like to no, me, it's whatever. to me, it's either got to be single cab or full four doors. Yes, I, I hate, fucking hate those like where it's like, oh, you have a back seat in it, and it's like one of those little things you've got maybe four or five inches of space. Yeah. Who the <laughs> fuck is gonna fit back there? Right, right. <laughs> but uh, but I do have I do have like the chrome rails on the back on the bed. All right, you're trying way too hard to make this cool. <laughs> Listen, my it's truck is cool. It's got a pair of fuzzy dice hanging in the mirror. <laughs> no, I bought it um, just before I closed the thrift store because I was thinking like, all right, I'll get the truck for when I have to move big shit around for the store. And then right. like, three weeks later, the store is closed. So, <laughs> now I'm basically stuck with a pickup truck. Like, <laughs> fucking sucks man <laughs> i can't i can't i can't sell it because my kids like love it they love driving in it right so i can't sell it because i would i would just sell it and <laughs> just like all right four grand in my pocket you know but no can't sell it because the kids like if i sold it my kids would literally cry 
Oh, that's sad, man. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I got to tell you, I'd sell him. They started crying. I'd smack him. <laughs> He'd be like, this is, this is the ways of life, motherfucker. Right? right? This right. is what happens. Right. Get used to crying over life because it's going to happen a lot to you. <laughs> no, I figure as long as I can afford it, I'll just keep it. So, Right. I only drive it like I, – I think I've driven it once in the last month. Not too shabby, though. And, and that was to the test. <laughs> it, oh, the truck is bad luck. Uh, that's, Don't drive the truck anymore. That's what I'm that's thinking. The problem. I bought it and then the thrift store closed. Yep. And then now you can't get rid of it, or your kids will cry. Right. Yep. It's fucking light blue. I mean that that's just as bad luck all over it. Yeah. Nothing yeah. good ever happens in a light blue pickup truck. It's more like an electric blue, not like a powdery blue. Sir, that sounds even worse. No, <laughs> that sounds so much worse. <laughs> it's like a neon blue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. One one thing I wanted to address right at the top of the show. Um, I know we tweeted out. Uh, a couple times that we were going to have Melanie from Melanie's Guidelines yeah. podcast on, and um, she canceled on us uh, about an hour ago. So um, she will not be on, and we will uh, wing it. Yeah, wing it. Fucking God damn it. Like, I, I, mean, I don't know. Like, I really want to have guests on the show every once in a while, but every time we have a guest, something bad happens. I mean... Our first guest, the whole fucking my my laptop literally shut down. Yeah, my laptop was like, "This episode is so shitty. I'm going to refuse to let you record it." <laughs> yeah, and it's completely shut down. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Then we get Mercedes on there, mm-hmm. greatest show ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot. I still to this day thinking about that that first episode, mm-hmm. and we lose the recording. Yeah, nothing. Come back on the second time. It was fun. Nowhere near as good as the first one. Right. And then we get fucking Jeffrey Dahmer serial killer guy on the show. Well, no, no, you're you're, you're missing uh, Rob from Psych Word Radio. Oh shit, that's right. That was a good one. That was a good one. I enjoyed that one. That was a good one. All right, so that that was a good one. Then we get fucking Jeffrey Dahmer serial killer fucking lunatic on the show who cuts me off on my own show. Yes. Fucking prick. Uh, that was awful. Yeah. And his voice. Oh, I still have nightmares of his voice. I told you to listen to him before. (laughs) (laughs) I should have heeded your warning, sir, and I did not. (laughs) I just kept thinking, oh, it's fine. We'll just wing it. We wing everything. It'll be all right. Right. This this right here, boys and girls, is why you prepare. Because I was not ready to hear that voice. It was so bad. No. Oh, God. And then we get my wife on the show, which Mm -hmm. was a train wreck. (laughs) It was so bad. And now this one here, we we just we cannot get her on the show. We've had several dates lined up, and it's always something always comes up. So I don't know, man. I I think the way to go is just you and I, and every once in a while, maybe we bring somebody on. Maybe have like a little part to them. I don't know. Yeah. Nah, fuck it. Uh, you know, I wanted to bring up something too while we we're talking about the shit. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's completely off topic, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, you know, I've talked about it before, and I was on Facebook with it. My wife and I have been, like, pretty fucking healthy the last, like, several months. Probably starting back in June, I believe it was. Yeah. And um, we've been doing really, really well. I've lost weight. She's lost weight. We both feel really good about it. But uh, this week, our schedules have been so fucked up and all over the place that uh, we really haven't been able to keep on track. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we've had to go out to eat a few times, uh, you know, order food in or just whatever. Uh, not that we've been like complete fucking pigs and slobs about everything, but you know, we're definitely not on track right now. So 
we hooked up with a a friend of ours who is a dietitian. Um, she's actually getting ready to take, I guess, her test or whatever to become like a certified dietitian. Okay. So we're actually gonna meet up with her sometime next week to go over everything and like get a plan and an order for us. But uh, like today and yesterday, we kind of really shit the bed. Okay. Like it was a bad day, man. <laughs> yesterday I get home now. I, I've been really fucking sluggish recently. Uh, on Monday, we had a bunch of call-outs to work. I ended up working, like, a 13-hour shift. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I came in at 5.50 a.m., didn't leave until, like, 7.30, I think it was, at night. Wow. So I was spent. So I've been off the last two days, haven't wanted to do a damn thing. So she texted me last night, and she's like, hey, what do you want for dinner? I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of in the mood for Mexican. You feel like I'm Mexican? Now, there's several decent places we can go for Mexican food around here. But she picks one place where everything on the plate is just smothered in cheese. Nice. So I'm like, all right, yeah, we can go to that. It's a place called the Bombas. We love it. It's such a great place. So we go there. I eat. I take my lactose pills because I know all the cheese is going to fuck me up. Yeah. Sir, I was not prepared for the hell that I was going to be in this morning. Now, what really sucked is that we had a doctor's appointment to go get uh, cortisone shots in our heels today at 9 a.m., I spent the first hour and a half while I was awake on the toilet. Like, there was a point where I looked down at my stomach while I was on the toilet, and I hear this, like, little noise coming from my stomach. Yeah. I literally looked down. I kid you not, it was like I was having a child. The the, the stomach starts, like, vibrating as it's making this noise. <laughs> it was so fucking bad, man. That's so, like, awesome. <laughs> it was so bad. You eat Mexican food and you shit out a little Mexican baby. <laughs> oh, my God, sir. It was horrendous. Yeah. So I uh, <laughs> here I am thinking today. I'm like, all right, I can't do this the rest of the day. Like, we're going to eat, like, bland fucking food today or something. Mm-hmm. So uh, after we hit the, the doctor's appointment, we're both starving. Haven't eaten anything yet today because we left the house so late to get to the doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're like, you know, kind of want donuts. Like, there's got to be like healthy donuts somewhere. Let's yeah. get some donuts. All right. <laughs> Sir, we literally drive like, I don't know, it had to be like 35 minutes from where we were to go to this place called Dandy Donut Factory. Okay. It is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. they make the biggest donuts I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. We just killed ourselves on donuts, like Boston creams, apple fritters, glazed donuts, as you name it, we ate it. And then, then afterwards, we're like, you know, well, we made <laughs> this kind of gay, but we made a pinky promise in the car <laughs> that next week we totally get back on track. <laughs> and I was like, my stomach can't take any more. Right. We got to make sure we're back on track. <laughs> Two hours later, we went to Five Guys and got bacon cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bacon cheeseburgers with extra cheese and a large thing of fries. Of course. She she brings the bag out to the car because we didn't have time to actually eat in the restaurant. We had to get going. She's working tonight. Uh-huh. She brings the bag out to the car, and you just see, like, the grease from the fries dripping through the bag. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking right. about. <laughs> so... Here I am, sitting on, you know, about 15 pounds of half-digested donuts and cheeseburgers, and I know tomorrow's going to be a really bad day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. Like, if La Bamba, just cheese, did what it did to me this morning, I, I'm, I may not even fucking leave the bathroom tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny, because, uh, like, I, I don't want to say I'm dieting, but I've been craving 
healthier foods. Like I've been craving salad. Right. Like I voluntarily went out and bought salad mix. That shit doesn't happen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like ever. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I've been craving healthier food. I want, I wonder if it's going to go, uh, what, you know, pretty well with your fucking hot blue truck. Like maybe you just eat salad in like the bed of your truck, just park yeah. somewhere underneath like a tree. <laughs> Just waiting for a hot gay man to come up and date you. <laughs> Why, hello. Have you seen my faggot truck? Like, <laughs> that's not going to work. Like, <laughs> I seem to be missing some salad dressing. Do you have any cream you may be able to give me? <laughs> oh, God, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was, that was the other thing I want to tell you. Mm-hmm. So... After the doctor's office, we go to my uh, my job so we can pick up a prescription for Tina. Mm-hmm. So we're hanging out, and um, we, we start to tell one of my buddies there that we're going to go down to the donut place and grab some donuts. And Tina's like, oh, yeah, Boston cream. And my buddy Blake says, oh, of course, you would want the Boston cream. And Tina all of a sudden starts going, yeah, cream, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's talking about Boston cream because you're from fucking Boston, you dipshit. He's not talking about cream, you fucking sick, perverted bastard. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you? She, she's like all fucking excited about it because, you know, we said cream and now she's fucking staring at me. She just opened up the door. Well, yeah. You got something to say, you fucking sack? Don't talk about me. I will talk about you any goddamn time I want to talk to you. Next time when someone says cream, don't automatically think about a cop, all right? Bullshit! You were thinking about a cop. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> like you should have seen her. It was like a fucking four-year-old. Like she's like cream, ha 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 ha, cream. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just looking at her. Like what the fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> I don't get it. That's so funny. That's like here, this, this innocent enough kid is like, <laughs> like, oh, Boston cream. Cause you're from Boston, right? No, I just love cock and jizz all over my face. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can't wait to suck it out. Like it was a penis. Oh, I- I'm going to like squeeze it. So it goes all over my tits and face. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> she she's literally behind the the office door right now screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something tells me I'm not going to be able to get her back on the podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what else you have to talk about? You sent me over a couple topics that. Uh, I kind of just brushed aside and didn't research it. Also, <laughs> what do you got? Well, let's push those to the side for a second. One thing I wanted to bring up was um, we are officially off cable. Are you? Yeah, yeah. We we Good went for you, man. We went Roku. Okay. And we've got a PS3 in the living room, so we're just going to use that to get the Netflix and and Hulu. All right. But yeah, we are totally off cable. I paid Dish Network a two hundred and forty dollar cancellation fee. Like that's how much Ouch. I wanted off. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Like, I I can't fucking stand the uh, early termination fees. They drive me crazy. But uh, we we well, we were getting ready to cut the cord. Um, I know. I take that back. We we were going back to UVerse uh-huh. because we're finally able to get UVerse in this area when we moved in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're getting ready to go back to it, and we ended up having to 
pay DirecTV money. So we're like, you know what, fuck it. Let's just wait. You know, it sucks, but let's just wait for it. Because, yeah. again, like you said, it, I think ours, I don't know the way your deal worked out, but for ours, it was like uh, $20 per month we would pay before the end of the, the termination. So if it was like another year, you know, it's like 140 bucks to cancel it out or whatever. Right. I was like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. So, I mean, that that sucks. So, like, we kind of hung on to it for a little while, longer than I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love – I mean, I can't really say I love being without cable now because we actually have cable now. But um, once the basketball season's over, that shit's gone again. So, you, you went back to cable just for basketball? Pretty much, yeah. Um, like, I, I love basketball. I love the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. It, it's, like, one of the only things that – I truly enjoy throughout the year. Like Tina and I, we, we really don't go out that often to like, you know, go do crazy things like fucking amusement parks or whatever like that. Right. Most of our time, because our schedules are so fucked up, we usually just like hang out at the house together, you know, watch TV or whatever. Uh-huh. So, um, basketball is like one of those things that I really enjoy to do when I'm sitting at home. Sure. So, uh, when we cut cable, what I did last year was I got NBA league pass and I got it for, the computer in for my phone so I can watch it no matter where I was. Right. But this year, um, like my team, the fucking bulls are slotted to be a really good team this year. So there, there's way more televised games mm-hmm. and anybody who dealt with league pass before or any like NFL, uh, package or whatever. If the games are locally televised or nationally televised, you're, you're all blacked, blacked out, out on league right. pass. Yeah. So I was looking through it and there was literally like, out of an 82-game season, I want to say more than half, like maybe 50 games were nationally televised. Okay. So it was it was absolutely pointless to get a league pass. Yeah. So I was looking at the, the price of league pass and looking at the price of getting cable for the next, like, five months, mm-hmm. and it literally almost evened out. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just get cable for the next five months and leave it be. Right. Right. Holy shit, I got to tell you, you look so much more manly without your glasses on. Do I? Yeah. Oh, and there we go again. Well, I'd like to see, too. No, maybe you should get contacts. <laughs> I tried. So much more manly. <laughs> I tried contacts. I couldn't deal with it. Like, we were literally, like, we were uh, just moved out of my parents' place. And um, I was like, you know what? I've got these glasses. I'm tired of put, t- taking them on and off. I'm just going to go out and get some, some c- c- contacts. Go to the eye doctor. They measure me up and all this shit. I get my contacts that day. And um, we're out. And my eyes are itchy all, all day. And, right. um you know, so I go to bed. I take, I, it takes me 30 minutes to take the contacts out. Jesus. Right. And I put them in the little eye, the container thing with the fluid and all that. Next right. day takes me an hour to get them back in. Right. And we're going food shopping and we're in food lion and one just fell out. Like, I'm like, fucking, it takes me a half an hour <laughs> to try to take them out. Like here I am just walking around and one just falls out. So I took, I just like basically pinched my eyeball to get the to get the next one out, and I just like threw it. I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm done with these." <laughs> so yeah, it's been glasses ever since. That's fucking funny. Can't deal with that shit. Nah, oh, man. But yeah, back to all kind of the cable thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, smart fucking choice, man. Yeah. How much were you paying for cable before you did this? Like a hundred and five dollars. Yeah, and with the the Netflix and whatnot, I mean. I know I have Hulu. It's like under eight bucks a month, it's like seven ninety five, whatever yep. the case is. Mm-hmm. And what do you pay for Netflix? I think it's somewhere around the same, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's eleven dollars because we get it on nah. two. Yeah. Wait a minute. They charge you extra for having it on two? Yeah, you could have it up on. No, you can. 
is to watch at the same time. So if you want to watch Netflix at the same time, then you have to pay a little bit more. See, that's weird. Like, I don't know if Hulu has like a glitch on it, Uh but every once in a while, like I'll get a message saying that you can only watch it like one, like one device at a time. Right. But I, I have, I've always been able to watch it on several devices at once. Yeah. Like, you know, Tina will be home watching it on uh, the computer and then I'll be at work watching on my phone. Although I, Technically, shouldn't be doing it while I'm working, but pst, yeah, fuck it. right. <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, so far so good. We were concerned about the kids' uh, shows and stuff, but there's so much on there that the kids are either discovering again, or we're finding new shit for them to watch. So it's right. it's uh, it's going well. And with Hulu, you got every episode is available the very next day, so it's yeah. not like you're really missing anything. See, I mean, I I love it. I I stand by Hulu a lot. We. We watch a lot of shows on Hulu. Um, it's funny though, even though I have cable back now, I barely ever watch cable. Yeah. Like if we're if we're both home and something's coming on, like The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. uh, we've been watching that on uh, live TV or whatever right. or the cable. But um, other than that, besides watching basketball, I, I'm never watching cable. Yeah. Like it's always on the line. It's weird because like. Whenever we watch TV, we're pulling up DVR shit anyway. Exactly. So why not just watch, just get the Hulu and watch, watch it? It's, it's working out really well. Do, do you have um, Roku boxes or did you go with a different service? I do. I, I have, uh, we have a Roku box in our bedroom. Okay. And then, um, you know, like I said, uh, I mentioned this before, in the living room, I, I built a desktop and just hooked that right up to the TV. So it's basically just a giant computer in the living room. Right. So I use that to watch Hulu or whatever I want when I download my movies and shows, you know, watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I use even in the bedroom. I rarely use Roku in the bedroom. Like it's there and it's nice to have, yeah. but honestly, like we barely ever watch TV in there anymore. Yeah. Like, we usually just go in there and we're getting ready to go to bed and pass out. Like there was a while that we couldn't sleep at all without having a TV on. Strangely enough, it was uh, right after my older brother passed away. Mm-hmm. Like neither one of us could sleep. We, if it was a, a quiet room, we couldn't do it. We we had to keep the TV on because like our our minds would like run wild thinking about him and thinking about like what happened. So like we we couldn't sleep. We didn't sleep for like fucking days, and then we started leaving the TV on. And you know we we did that for probably a couple years, and then we finally now we're able to sleep without the TV on. So we really never put it on. Right. I, when I was having problems with my knee, uh-huh. when it first happened, and uh, like I couldn't get out of bed for a couple of days, like I was using it then. But other than that, it just kind of sits there. Uh-huh. I've thought about bringing it in here into the office, yeah. But the only time I'm ever in here is like when I'm podcasting or what I'm doing work. And at that point, I'm not watching Roku anyway. So. Right, right, right. You ever, you ever look into like the Roku private channels? No, what's that? Not heard of the Roku private channels? No, I, I when I use Roku, it's usually just to like watch Hulu or stream something from my phone. Oh, uh. well, now I'm gonna fucking Google it right now though. Explain <laughs> these Roku private channels. There is there like titties somewhere? Yes. No, really? <laughs> yeah. How the fuck am I missing out on this? <laughs> There's a private porn channel, totally free. No. Yeah. Sir, the second we're finished podcasting, I'm gonna go in there and fucking watch titties the whole time. I, I can't. How the hell did I not know about this? Google nowhere porn for Roku, and it'll come up. Basically, what it is is it it just pulls videos from porn sites. You know, nowhere porn mm-hmm. Roku. 
Middle, and you can add it to your Roku box. Holy shit, I'm adding this to the Roku box. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I didn't know about this. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of um, uh, underground channels that you can get. Well, see, I knew, cool. like, you know, I, I had, when I first got it, I kind of went through, like, all these different channels, so I saw a bunch of, like, different things on there, but, mm-hmm. no, what, how the fuck did you find out about this? Just, like, going around, or did you hear about this before? Um, I was researching how to keep separate um, channels on each Roku box. Oh, hold on one sec. Tina, on a Roku box, we can do a fucking, a private porn channel, it's called Nowhere Porn. And they just have fucking like, like random amateur porn on there all the time. We could have porn while we're in bed on the bed watching porn. How did I not know about this? Oh, no. Well, from now on, guess what's happening in the bedroom? Boom, chicka, boom, boom. <laughs> Don't call me an idiot. <laughs> Fuck you, get out of here. <laughs> she sounded really excited. <laughs> she, she's fucking. She kills me. She's not excited at all. I tell her there's fucking amateur porn for free on Roku, and she's like, eh, whatever. Huh. What are you going to do with that? We're going to get all fucking horny and like, yeah, we're going to get down. Let, let me I, let me guess. If I say Boston cream donut, are you going to start getting fucking horny and, you know, want to get some? Get out of here. <laughs> be... just, just, leave, just leave my house. I don't want to talk to you anymore. It'd be hilarious if Dunkin' Donuts had a Roku channel. It's like, <laughs> there's just a Boston cream, like, in a robe. It's like, da 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 and it's like stripping <laughs> and then at the very end a hand comes and just like <laughs> oh that would be great <laughs> just shoots all over the face right. <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be awesome Oh, I might make a little YouTube video of that. That'd, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, man! Oh. Uh, so somebody's got a. There's got to be YouTube videos somewhere in this world where somebody's just getting like <laughs> shot in the face with some Boston cream. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! You know it'd be great if somebody was like fucking eating a, a Boston cream donut, and um. You all you heard was that horrific sound of you remember that video I showed you where the girl was like showing how to like give somebody a blowjob oh, and jerk them off with a condom. Yeah. <laughs> that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make you a ringtone every time. No. You <laughs> oh man. Oh, she's so uh, I can't I cannot fucking believe there's a porn channel on Roku. I didn't know about this. Yeah, I'm I'm so like depressed right now. I'm so ashamed of myself for not knowing this. Mm. Unreal. Yeah. Oh, I feel slightly ashamed that I, I'm literally just gonna after this I'm gonna go into the bedroom <laughs> 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 and just watch. <laughs> I'm not saying anything's gonna happen. Right, All right, I'm saying right. is. There's going to be me, a bed, and some porn on the TV. That's what's going to happen. (laughs) All right, so let's get into some of the stuff I wanted to talk about with Melanie. We'll try to, um, (laughs) we'll try to, I don't know. It's going to be bad. We'll just wing it like we do. It's going to be bad. All right. Maybe you could ask me something. I'll just answer in her voice. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) All right. Halloween's coming up. 
Why, yes, Jim, it is coming up. <laughs> Not going to work. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. All right. All right. So Walmart um, was under some uh, uh, social media fire this week because they put up a category in their Halloween co- costumes labeled Fat Girl Costumes. Did they really? Yes. It was up there for maybe half a day. No shit. Um, yeah. Uh, instead of plus size or whatever you want to term you want to use, um, they use fat girl costumes. That's fucking ridiculous. And of course, Walmart said, you know, this wasn't our intention, blah, blah, blah. They pulled it down right away. And yeah, fat girl costumes. It turns out they're just the same as not fat girl costumes just made in bigger sizes. <laughs> like, <laughs> so they shot themselves in the foot over nothing. Right. <laughs> pretty much what it boils down to. I mean, that's, that, I mean, it's not like, all right, you've got your, your cheerleader costumes, which, you know, a lot of girls like to be cheerleaders or whatever. And then you have the big cheerleader. Co- like it's the same thing. Just it's the same. More fab. Like fat guys don't have that. You know, fat guys don't have, you know, your cowboy and your fat cowboy. Like, no, they have, all right, skinny dudes could be a cowboy and fat dudes can be like the guy in the blow up turkey. Like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> there is no, there's no fat guy equivalent of a skinny guy cos- costume like there is for big women. Double right. standard. You know what? It, it, I hate Halloween. Like, don't, I, I love Halloween. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Why not? I hate it because dude, what the fuck am I dressing up as? Come on. Like you you I can go into a goddamn shop right now that sells fat people costumes. I guarantee you ain't nothing fitting me. Right. Like this year I uh I was going back and forth what I was going to be and I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be 1990s rap phenom Chris Cross. I'm just going to wear my shit backwards and paint my face black." That's it. Like, "All right, done deal, right?" Yeah. So then uh one night I was watching um Rob Zombie's uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil, Devil's Rejects. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, fucking Kevin Spaulding, who was like this uh, funny clown guy that uh, Sid Haig plays. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I could totally, f- I'll be Captain Spaulding, you know? But I was looking at the, the face paint, real fucking simple. Um, I could have gone a beard, but I, I thought about this so late that I didn't get a chance to buy everything I wanted to buy for it. Yeah. Um, so I, I just kind of painted my face and walked out the door. One, I felt like an asshole. Because here's this fucking fat guy. I, I was going to the Halloween party this past Friday. So it was like a week before actual Halloween. Right. You know what kind of fucking looks I got? Oh, fucking sure. driving down the road looking like this. Then on top of it, after the party, fucking Tina and our friend Nicole kept saying, you know, they wanted to go through a drive-thru. Because they, they wanted to get something or whatever. Right. So I'm like, all right. So we drive through Wendy's drive-thru. It's like fucking 1130 at night. Mm-hmm. And go up to the drive-thru, order our shit. Go into the fucking thing. By the way, I just want to throw this out. Okay, we got three items. A five-piece chicken nugget, okay? Uh, a small chocolate frosty. Both those items were 99 cents. Mm-hmm. I got a small lemonade, mm-hmm. two fifty. Yeah, yeah. That bitches. Fuck that. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> lemonade wasn't even that good. Fuck you. <laughs> it cost them like 30 cents to make. It probably costs them yeah. more to make the chicken nuggets than it does the... <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, I'm looking at it because I'm thinking it's going to be like three bucks. It, it ends up being like fucking five or six bucks. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I look at it. It's like two fifty for the fucking lemonade or whatever. 
So I literally pull up to the fucking window to get the food, and like we're waiting for the girl to come up. And now, meanwhile, because the only thing I have on me is the fucking face paint, I, I sometimes forget that I'm even in a costume. Right. And all I hear is, ooh. And I turn, and the fucking takeout girl's like jumping back. And I was like, uh, I'm harmless. It's just fucking face paint. Went to a Halloween party. Right. She was acting all weird and shit. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Fuck her. Fuck her. Fuck Wendy's. Yes, fuck Wendy's. Stupid fucking redheaded freckled bitch serving me fucking $2.50 small lemonades. Poor shit. I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I fucking, I hate Halloween. I can never find anything I can do. It's always got to be some weird makeshift costume. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I'm a kid again where I'm going to go as a clown for fucking 10 years in a row because it's the easiest fucking thing to make. Right. <laughs> well, let's come up with some suggestions for what fat guys can be for Halloween, even though it's too late this year. Maybe they could take I it think, next I year. think next year I'm just gonna walk around with a, a fucking a bowl of lettuce and be like I'm a fat guy on a diet. All right, all right. That's 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 my costume next year. I think. How about this this one? It takes some work, but you have to go to like uh, garbages where they ha- you know they're throwing out boxes. <laughs> no, <laughs> find a box. Find. Like, no. Am I going as a homeless guy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Find a bo- find a box and go as a refrigerator knowing the box. <laughs> I actually like that one. Yeah, just, <laughs> that's I mean, and that's the only size box that a fat guy's going to fit in. So. <laughs> like, like a double door Viking. <laughs> <laughs> I, am a, I am a high-end refrigerator knowing the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're so big, every room you go into automatically gets overcrowded because nobody else can walk in. <laughs> right. <laughs> You could you could karate kid it and go as a shower. You know, I thought about that a few years ago, mm-hmm. and then I thought, oh, this just seems like too much work, so I stopped. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, what a great idea that would be! Yeah. Fucking totally just wrap this goddamn thing around you. Ah, oh, be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. Man, that's what I'm gonna do. No, it's still too much work for me. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what else could fat guy? I mean, I was thinking like. There's nothing store bought. Like you can't go to like you can't no. be like like anything in a tube like those ketchup costumes. No, like you can't do that. Like you have, like I said, you have to be like really fucking clever about it, or just be so simple that it's almost pathetic what you're doing. Like wear all all flannel pajamas, then fucking duct tape a plate to your chest and say you're a table. I mean, you gotta like, okay. you gotta just be like stupid about it because there's, it's annoying. Yeah, there's really nothing. There, there's really nothing. You can tell him that you're a skinny guy dressed up as a fat guy. That's what you should do. <laughs> like literally, don't dress up as anything. Just walk out of your house, fucking normal. Like, what are you talking about, man? This is my costume. These are all prosthetics. I'm like 150 pounds, man. Isn't this shit awesome? <laughs> like, feel this shit. It's like latex. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> What if you go out and you get a fat guy suit, like one of those blow up suits, but you don't blow it up? You know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know that I could fit in one of those blow up suits. No, nobody can. Like somebody, uh, one of the guys at the Halloween party I was at was uh, rocking one of those suits where it's like uh, half your body is like a giant like rubber ducky thing and. Uh, it looks like you're ba- when you put the costume on. Look, basically looks like you're riding the rubber ducky around. Yeah. 
And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a cute idea. You know, it covers up enough of you so you don't look so fat. I'm like, there's no way in hell I'd fit my fat ass in there. Right. I would never be able to inflate the rubber ducky. Right. <laughs> like, I'd be walking around with a deflated rubber ducky around my waist. <laughs> a flaccid duck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, last, last night we were out because my son, we're gathering a, a costume idea for him. And um, we were at Target. And I pull up and I'm looking for at different things for him. And I find a 2X costume. And I'm like, there's no way this is 2X. Like, it's so small. And I flip over to look at the sizing, the size chart. And right. a 2X is like a 44, 46 chest. Like, that can't – I'm a 60. Like, there's right. no way. Like, they're going to carry anything. And, and that's big. Like, that's their big. That's so fucking sad. Then what am I? Like, <laughs> I can't participate. Like, it's fucked up. No, you can't. Dude, I, I hate when you go into, like, a fucking store, and you go into, like, a plus-size section, and the largest size they have is, like, a 2X. Yeah. And it's like, motherfucker, you, you call it plus-size. <laughs> you know, plus-size ain't one or two Xs, all right? No. That's not my plus-size. Well, these days, that's, like, normal. That's sad. Like, what kind of fucking society do we live in that, you know, fat people just can't do anything? Right. Like, I don't think 1X, 2X existed back in the 70s, 60s. Hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting thought. I wonder when uh wonder when they did start doing that. I don't know. Like what did they, what did they call it back then? <laughs> you know, I'm curious, like, did they call it anything back I then? I know. Or was it just you're fucked? No, for for kids they had husky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I gotta tell you, I'm so glad they went to the X system. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what uh, what size are those jeans? Husky. <laughs> so when did the X sizes originate originate let's see what uh good old fucking google tells us uh yeah it doesn't tell me jack shit it wants to talk about the x-men fuck x-men google google's all off its game all right fuck you google you, you, you want to fuck with me? I'm not going to use you anymore. <laughs> Alright, if anybody has any idea when fucking exercises came out, let me know. Because yep. I don't see it and I don't feel like looking. Anymore. How do you feel about the uh, the sexy girl costumes? Like, Oh, sir. All costumes for women are sexified in <laughs> some way. The, the Halloween party we went to. Mm-hmm. 99% actually you know what I take it back there was quite a few sexy costumes there and whatnot. Mm-hmm. but surprisingly enough this time this time around there's actually more clothed people mm. every time we go to this party it's usually just fucking like sex appeal all over the right. place like people who just literally body painted themselves and said this is my costume like really skimpy clothes right. um, <clears throat> but I, I have seen a few costumes uh, out there and it's it's disturbing how much skin they're showing like why why even fucking wear a costume like i don't know I, i'm tired of everything having to be sexy especially for younger girls right like these younger girls costumes that are like sexy it's like what the fuck is the matter with you it's supposed to be like a nice wholesome day don't don't be dressing up like a fucking slut well i wouldn't say halloween is supposed to be a wholesome day i mean 
You're not gonna, oh, come on. You're not going to find that shit anywhere in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob went trick-or-treating. <laughs> like that, you're not gonna hear you know, shit. if it was in the Bible, maybe I'd be a little more religious, right? <laughs> you offer a fat guy candy once a year, I, I start believing in God more. Right. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Maybe instead of communion wafers, they start handing me out Kit Kats or something. Right. <laughs> I'd, I'd be more about it. <laughs> I'd get back into the line like three or four times. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm cleansed enough. I need more of God in me. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I'll believe in God for a Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you uh, – you don't have any girls. Um I'm assuming that, you know, you guys have friends who have daughters, though. No. That are, you know, around you. No, really? No. Why? Are you afraid your kids are going to get frisky with them? What the no. Fuck no? Do you, just, you don't have any? We don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> the daughter part isn't the issue. <laughs> I, uh, I, I honestly, though, I have a big problem with... Uh, sexy costumes sexy clothing in general hmm. uh, i've mentioned before that you know i work in a retail uh place of whatever mm-hmm. um i can't believe i just fucking completely blanked on that retail environment I work in a, uh, thank you yeah. what the fuck man the i'm telling you these cortisone shots are going straight to my head i'm just dumb today <laughs> um so in the retail environment that i work in i see people come in all the time and it, it's disturbing what they're letting their kids dress up in yeah you know, fucking super short shorts all up their ass where you see like half their ass sticking out of it and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, it, we, I was talking to somebody I worked with the other day and we saw this girl who was wearing something similar to that. Mm-hmm. And we both immediately thought, you know, if she's wearing that, I wonder what she's actually going to be dressing up for like Halloween. Right. And this girl is like 12 years old, man. It's like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, that's wrong. Is, is there a, a, a cutoff though where it becomes okay for you? Like age wise? Yeah. Well, yes and no. As just a man with a penis, I would say anything over 18, I'm fine with it because I'm like, whatever. I'm not going to jail by looking at it. It, It's all good. Now, as like a fucking human being, Mm -hmm. I I don't think there's a fucking cutoff. I'm thinking to myself, fucking respect yourself. What? Why do you really need to go out and fucking show off all your stuff? Come on, people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like to look at it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to turn away and be like, ew. Right. But, like, in the same sense, after my fucking erect penis goes down, I will immediately start thinking to myself, what the fuck are you thinking? Really? Why are you leaving the house like that? Yeah. I, 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 I really do have a problem with it. I don't know if it's because, like, I respect women or... Whatever the case is, but like every time I see it, like don't get me wrong, I immediately look like, hey, what's up with that? Mm-hmm. And then I immediately start thinking to myself, but why? Like I don't know. It's like an inner battle I have with myself all the time. I have like three thoughts go through my head. First is, oh shit, wait a minute, how old? And why are you doing that? Those are my three thoughts every time. Interesting. What about you? I don't give a shit. Really? You don't care at no. all? Oh. I don't know. I can't do it. Like, I, just, I, I feel like bad and like, I don't know, almost like a, a, a sickening feeling comes over me when I see like a younger girl that is dressed like that. It bothers me. And to be honest with you, I'm getting kind of tired of yoga pants. Are you really? I, I really fucking am, man. Like, okay, they could be sexy at times, mm-hmm. 
but must you wear them everywhere? All right, yeah. we all know you didn't come from fucking. You didn't come from a yoga class. You didn't come from a goddamn spin class. Right. Stop fucking wearing the goddamn yoga pants everywhere you go. I get it; they're comfortable, but really, just fucking stop it. Throw on a pair of jeans for crying out loud. Throw on just regular pair of shorts, something. You don't need to wear yoga pants for everything. Huh. It just it irritates. See, I don't me. see yoga pants all that often around here. I mean, down here in Florida, I see them fucking all day, every single day. Wow. Just about every single woman I see walk through the door has fucking yoga pants on it. It just it's hmm. it's starting to eat at me. Hmm. I don't like it. You know what I'm getting tired of? What's that? Skinny jeans. Ah, oh, skinny jeans are the fucking worst. I can't. Ah, it's it doesn't flatter anybody. No, I don't like skinny jeans. I don't like skinny jeans on women. I don't like. I fucking loathe skinny jeans on men. Oh. Like, anytime I see a guy wearing skinny jeans, I want to walk up and punch him right in the mouth. Like, I hate it so much. I'm not saying I'm looking, but when I see a guy with skinny <laughs> jeans, I don't see a cock. Like, <laughs> like they, they should be complete fucking nut huggers. You should almost see the outline of, like, the mushroom tip and everything coming out. Right. Like, if he didn't shave his balls, you should see the hair sticking out of the little tiny holes in his jeans, right, you know? Right. But no, like, I agree with you. Anytime, I, I'll admit it, I've checked it out. I'm not gay, but I've checked it out. Once again, not gay. I'm just fucking everybody knows I am not gay. Jim, on the other hand, flaming gay. Me, not gay. Either way, <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have also have looked and... It's all you know what I hate the most about men wearing skinny jeans mm-hmm. is the fact that if they are pretty fucking skinny and you see them from behind, you can't tell if it's a woman or a man. So you have that like split second where you're like, huh, nice ass. Wait a minute, is that is that a guy? Right. No, no. Maybe it's a guy. <laughs> and if you if you if you never find out, you spend the rest of the day like doubting yourself. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> was it a woman or was it a guy? Well it had the it had the thighs of a woman, but I don't know. It's just I'm not positive. <laughs> The haircut was kind of like gender fucking neutral. Right. Not sure. <laughs> oh, man. That's the worst fucking thing ever, by the way. There, there's two things I hate about working in like a retail environment mm-hmm. where I fucking see so many women. Uh-huh. Is when you see something like really hot, like, oh, my God, this girl is amazing. And then she turns around and you find that she's like 12 years old. And then you're like, oh, shit. Right. You feel kind of dirty. Or the other, where you're like, oh my god, look at the ass in this one. And you turn around, it's like a fucking guy. And you're like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> I just, I hate it so much. But with skinny jeans, that shit happens all the time. Like, all the time. Like, you're like, man, look at that. And the guy turns and you're like, that's a guy. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> fucking skinny jeans. Have you ever, uh, be honest with me, have you ever caught yourself going, that was a guy, but you know what? He did have a nice ass. No. Come on, Jim. No, no never? Yeah, me either. I've no. done that. Never. Never once. Yeah, right. Maybe once. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I could, I could say that there's good looking dudes out there. Like, you know, if, Absolutely. You know, if, if we're out in the mall and my wife's look, looking at a guy, I'm like, yeah, it's a good, good looking dude, you know? But uh, I'm not going to go saying he's got a nice ass and I want to suck him off and stuff like that. No, you you keep those thoughts to yourself. This way nobody knows about it. Right. 
I mean, that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the spank bank while I'm watching porn <laughs> on my Roku box. <laughs> uh, Tina walks in. What do you do? I'm just watching porn. How come there's only guys on a TV? I don't know. Wrong channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's that random one. <laughs> yes. It just flips through. I don't know what's right. happening. I kid you not. There was a girl 10 minutes ago. I don't know what happened. <laughs> These two guys came on, started fooling around. I didn't know what was going to happen. It seemed like a good story. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's yeah, do this. Right. <laughs> I, I, think it, I think it cracks me up that porn actually has like a script and yeah. like an actual storyline behind it. Like, why? Right. <laughs> like, who, who watches a porn video? From start to finish. And, like, actually cares about what's happening. Like, who fucking cares, man? The only thing I want to see is shit going into shit. I, mean, <laughs> I don't care about the story. Nothing else matters to yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, God, man. I wouldn't mind shooting a porn video, though. Not, like, with me in it. But, like, to direct a porn video? Really? That'd be awesome. Really? Yeah, I think, I think I'd enjoy doing that. I don't know why. I can't see... Like, I, I would love to direct a real movie, but, like, a porn? Like, what do you do? Like, action, all right. Uh, fuck her. Like, <laughs> cut, all right, you did a good job. I don't, what do you do? All right, flip her over, do it again. <laughs> right. like, what do you, like, do they actually call out, like, the positions they want you in and shit? Or do they just say, yeah. go? <laughs> no, they actually do. I, I, I fucking, the hell is I want you one day? I was watching something, or maybe it was just a video online, but I remember uh, seeing something where they were talking about, like, the actual, you know, directing of a porn video. Oh, you know what it was? It was uh, that show Katie Morgan used to have on HBO. Um, I forget what it was called, but it was some fucking Katie Morgan show. And um, she would talk about, you know, being on there and, you know, how it's not as simple as, like, you just said, okay, fuck, go for it. Like, there was lots of direction, you know, pull out more, a little bit faster, turn this way, you know, put your balls in her mouth. And it was just, like, all these, like, crazy things. Like, it was an actual legit business, which, I mean, obviously, I, you, you kind of have to figure it sure. is. As much money as it makes, you have to do, you know, something somewhat professional. But I don't know, man. Like, it would be awkward to sit there as a director and just watch two people fuck. Like, that's my job, just watching them fuck right. and, like, telling them what right. to do. Because at that point, like, wait, <laughs> like here's here would be my concern. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're fucking like, you know what? You know what I think would be kind of interesting? How about you uh, take your dick out of her and smack her in the face with a couple times, rub it on her nipple, put it back in, do that for about, you know, three or four pumps, take it out, stick it in her ear, you know, rub it around a little bit, you know, just say like crazy things. And meanwhile, everybody's like... Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> the, what the fuck is this? The stuff? guy's probably like fucking micromanager. Like, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, right? <laughs> Backstreet fucker, <or> backseat fucker. <laughs> but no, you're right. Like, like, especially like those like peeing videos. Like, that's like, oh god, man. Like, what kind of fucked up person do you have to be to direct that kind of shit? Ah, oh, it's so disturbing. Like, all right, all right, all right. All right. Bailey, shut the fuck up! We're recording a fucking podcast! Alright, like, I can see now, like, there's a following for people that like to watch people peeing on other people, right? But why? I don't know. Oh. But who had the idea first? Like, that guy's the right. fucked up guy. <laughs> or he's a visionary, oh, I don't God, know. Man. 
you know what I came across years ago? Um, it was so fucking ridiculous thinking about it now. I was flipping through. I'm like, oh, this got to go back like 15 years, man. Back when porn was actually hard to find on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, flipping through this like website, and one of the links it didn't show like thumbnails, it just showed like you know the title of the link. And this one literally said "girl shitting on plate," and then in parentheses it says, "No, seriously, it's a girl shitting on a plate." I was like, I'm intrigued. It can't be that bad. I clicked on it, and it's literally just like a fucking series of pictures. Girl hovering over a plate. Girl hovering over a plate, spreading her cheeks. Girl hovering over a plate, spreading her cheeks with a little bit of fucking shit coming out of her hole. <laughs> it's just, it just went on down. Like, if you literally had, like, one of those little flip books, you can actually just see it go into session and drop. That's disgusting. And at the last thing was literally a fucking paper plate. Not even good china. A paper plate of fucking just shit on there. I'm just like, what the fuck? That's like, who, who wants to see this? Who takes pictures of this and says, somebody's going to pay to see this? I could feel it. <laughs> what kind of a sick, twisted person gets off on that? Uh, it's it's gross to me. And what's what really grosses me out is if you put it on a plate, like you serve people. F- <laughs> right? Is somebody going to eat that? Like, I don't like. Ew. Like, that's like, disgusting. It, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be good enough just to have her shit on the ground. It right. has to be on a plate. Right. You know what like, what a, all right, it's on a plate. Now we, now what are we going to do? I'll go and serve it to Hector over there. He'll fucking eat it. Like, just, yeah. Mikey will eat anything. Right. Like, it's disgusting. Ah, oh, so fucked up, man. I, I'll never, I will never fucking understand that stuff. That's like, um, but it, but the shit works though. If you think about it, because. I read that title and I was like, I know this is disgusting. I'm not turned on at all, but I kind of want to click on it and see it. And it worked. I fucking clicked on it. It's like, uh, have you ever heard of, uh, what was it called? I think it's Meat Spin? No. Oh, sir. I'm telling you right now, resist the fucking urge to Google Meat Spin after we're done with this podcast. Because I was over at my friend RJ's house and he had mentioned it. And I was like, the fuck is Meat Spin? He goes, oh, you got to watch it. I'm like, right, I'll check it out. Here, I'm thinking, you know, something innocent, you know, some fucking Italian guy, you know, flipping around like a ribeye, kind of like he was <laughs> with a pizza dough or something, okay. you know? Just, <laughs> just something fucking simple. Right. No, it's fucking literally some fucking really hung guy, and all he is doing is moving his pelvis in such a way that his dick just keeps fucking spinning in a circle okay. like this. Right. And that's all it is. It never stops. It just keeps on yeah. going. And then there's a, like a little counter on the bottom and it like makes fun of you because I believe it says you've been watching this for 37 spins <laughs> it just keeps going up. So before you know it, you look down, it's like, you've been watching this for 5,343 spins. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, again, you're so not turned on by this, but it's just like, holy shit, look at that thing go. Just keeps going around yeah. and around and around. It's just, it's so ridiculous, man. That and like, uh, I don't know. I forget if we talked about this or not. But if we talked about cake farts, no. Oh, sorry. It's so fucking ridiculous. All it is is this woman, or I'm assuming like a a, a fucking various group of women who will go and sit on various foods and then fart, and that's all it is. Like the the cake one is my favorite because it cracks me up. 
she comes over. It's got this nice, beautiful chocolate cake. So I'm like, yeah, you got me already, baby. What you, what you going to do with that right. cake? She comes over, puts her ass directly into the cake, like sits on the fucking cake. Then she gets up, bends over right in front of the camera, and, and continuously fucking just farts nonstop. And they're like, you know, these crazy wet farts, like the, the yeah. And then all of a sudden, you can tell she pushes hard. Her asshole opens up and a piece of shit comes <laughs> oh flying God. out of it. Don't, don't, don't. I gotta eat dinner it's after this. <laughs> I show everybody I know this fucking video, man. It's oh. the greatest video ever. Oh. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's super funny. That she just bends over, has chocolate frosting all over her ass. And, like, you just, you constantly see, like, her tiny little asshole just open up a little bit. And, you know, little farts here and there. And then just, boosh! And this little piece of shit comes flying across the screen. And so the first time you watch it, you're like, ah, oh, that's funny. Uh, whoa, what the fuck was that? And then, of course, you gotta fucking back up the video and watch it all over again. But it comes flying out like a fucking bullet. <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> I will not be watching that video. But it's no. great. Like you gotta check it out. Like it has cake farts. There's pudding farts. There's meatloaf farts. <laughs> it's just all these foods with the word farts at the end. And all they do is sit on it, bend over, and no. fart. That's it. <laughs> That's the video. And I guarantee you, those motherfuckers are millionaires because they got dirty women who fucking fart after sitting on food. <laughs> So, well, like, every time I see this shit, I'm like, I'm in the wrong fucking profession. Right. I I was farting my fucking brains out this morning on the goddamn toilet. If I would have just sat on some fucking food and did that, I could have been making some bank. You should have sat on, like, a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it'd be more interesting for the for the women to sit on the food and stay on the food and fart. That's that's what I thought it was going right. to be. That's, that's what I thought it was going to be. But no. Wouldn't it be great if, like, I took a couple, like, fucking pieces of ham or salami and kind of taped it to my butt cheeks, and every time I farted, the salami was like... <laughs> right! <waiting. laughs> now that's a video! Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got like a ham curtain on your ass. <laughs> like every time you fart, it's like it's like the AC blowing a curtain around. You know, it's just like. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Maybe I like grab a piece of Swiss cheese and I try to like aim up the holes, see if they'll make a different sound if it goes like larger <laughs> right. <or> holes, <laughs> like, like a fucking balloon. Right? Like, yes. Like, <laughs> oh man oh the sad part is i got some uh boris head black forest ham in my fridge right nice. now <laughs> there's a very small part of me thinking about trying this. <laughs> i wonder if we can get best new pie oh, yeah. <laughs> this is our episode yeah, sure. <laughs> these are the assholes who put ham on their assholes <laughs> Oh, ham farts. Oh, God. I love it. All right, see, so we're, uh, we just crossed over an hour. Yeah. Man, you got anything else to talk about, or should we wrap this shit up? No, going? that's it. I'm good now. All right. Oh, shit. You know what uh, next week is, man? Next week is uh, Vacation Nick. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I mean, every every time I go on vacay, we usually throw like some kind of a bonus pod. Maybe we could uh, work something out. We'll see uh, where our schedules meet yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We will do something. All right, man. All right. All right. Closes out. All right, guys. This has been American Fat Ass Podcast. You can find us online on Facebook. Uh, search American Fat Ass Podcast on Twitter at A Fat Ass Podcast on our website, American Fat Ass Podcast dot com, which hasn't updated in a while, but uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you went to it. Anyway, right, let's yeah, be honest. It's just, <laughs> it's just out there. If you want to listen to some old old uh, shows, it's it's up there. Um, we're on Stitcher, iTunes, Tuned In, Blueberry, whatever it's called. Um, just Google us. You'll find us. Um, anything else you want to add, Nick? No, but uh, you'll be able to soon find us on hamfarts.com. <laughs> we'll get that up and running pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been a good show. We are out. And you wouldn't believe it. This is the third time we've had crazy fetishes like this. We've gotten some kind of order going on here. You know, I have Roku. But for some reason, I never come across any of that porn stuff. And that handfarts.com is taken. My producer told me he checked on it. And show number two, Grindhouse Sleeves podcast number two, running a death race, September 4th, 2018. After having technical difficulties last week, Dave and Alan returned to talk about listeners' recommendations from 1975 Grindhouse Classic Death Race 2018 with David Carradine, Simone Griffith, and Sylvester Stallone. Welcome to Grindhouse Sleaze. I am your co-host, David K. Montoya. I'm Alan Russo. All right, kids. We apologize. Believe it or not, we actually recorded last week. We really did. I swear to God we did. In fact, we gave you over an hour of free audio goodness. But my stupid ass crossed the stream (laughs) or crossed the wire. So it came like, thank you for coming to Jack and Mark. You know, it was like <laughs> it was like a cross between Yoda on crack and driving through Jack and Bach listening to their speaker. It was just not audible, and I was so pissed off at myself. Oh yeah, because that was a good. Episode. I mean, that was a good one. I mean, we really did our did outdid ourselves that one. We we went all over the system. We we uh. We started at one point, jumped to another point, went back to another point, and then jumped back to another point, and then cleverly pat ourselves on the back here, pat pat, brought it all back around to our original topic and tied it off with the star system, which eventually we'll have to. Yeah, and, and it made sense. I mean, even though we jumped around quite a bit, it actually made sense. So this week, per, let's see, let me find out. Who, uh, at the request of listener Phil Barty. Hi, Phil. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, I'm waving on an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like they can see you, dumbass. Yeah, really. Um, he he sent in a plethora of you know ground grindhouse movies that would be really fun to watch and. Uh, one of them that we both agreed on was Death Race 2000 with David Carradine. And what did you? Where did you find it at? Did you find it on YouTube or where did you watch yeah, it? Yeah, I found it. I found it on YouTube. Did you? Um, I I would have to fire up the uh, the Roku to find out. I I have some type of 
what I did is I, I typed in Death Race 2000 on my Roku, and it popped up, you know, the different ones, and it was like, you know, $3.99 for this, $2.99 for this. I'm like, keep going, baby. Give me something free. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to say it's like Tubi or Toby or some shit like that. And um, it was totally free, and I got to watch it on my, my 70-inch, and it came in nice. And, and, I mean, obviously, it's from 1970, what, 3, 74, something like that? 1975. 75. So it didn't come in <laughs> in full screen. It was, you know, made for television, um, which in hindsight doesn't make sense, but whatever. And uh, so we got to check it out, David Carradine, and we want to thank Phil because that was – I, I totally enjoyed it. I, I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a really good movie. I mean, it really was. I mean, I'll give it that for being 1975. It was really good. It had a, a good message about, I don't know. It was, a, there was a very heavy political message to it. It really was. Um, but, but it, it was fun. It was well done. Well handled. Very fun. Well, you got to think. You got to think too. That was also the height of the Nixon era too. Oh yeah, that's true. Good times, good times. Well, was it? Yeah. Wait, let's see. Yeah, because Nixon Nixon came in at the end. Of, well, he ended in seventy five, and and Ford picked up, right? <coughs> because Ford Ford right. only did what a year. I know we're getting we're getting historical kids on the Grindhouse Lee's <laughs> podcast. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Ford came in in like 76, I believe. Okay. Let me, I'm noticing as we're speaking, we're hitting the, the red zone. So let me turn this down a little bit because I don't want to have any problems. Okay. Yeah, because Ford came in, I believe, at the end of 76. Or no, he came in at the beginning of '76, something like that. Yeah, it was somewhere in there. I don't remember exactly when. So, so we set up. Um, what did you think of Frankenstein, who is played by David Carradine? It was an interesting concept. I mean, because you think about it, you know, he's supposed to be. You know, the friend of the president, yada, yada, yada. Well, you know, of course, he was made to take the president out by the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the thing. The the rebels didn't know that. Right. And, you know, they're trying to take him out and not understanding he's doing the same thing they're trying to do. Which is, which, which was kind of interesting. I thought it was, a, yeah, I thought it was a very good turning point in the, the movie. Let's see. I mean, when you compare it to the remake, and which I know you haven't seen the remake. No, not yet. That had, that had Jason Statham. When you compare the two, you can see major differences. But the, for the most part, the plot's the same. Oh, really? Yes. Um, the, ba the main difference is um, in the remake, it has to do with a prison. So, you know, you got your, you got your prison set up and all that, but like, presidency thing is technically the warden of prison and Frankenstein was brought in to replace the Frankenstein that had died the year previously in a race. Interesting. So what happens is in the remake, 
is Frankenstein, you know, he he finds out he was set up to be brought in for the race, and then he's like, no, this ain't happening. I want my daughter back because, you know, she took his daughter and all that shit. And, you know, he does the same thing. He kills her and escapes. Did it, in the remake, did it have, um, did it have the hand grenade? No, it was actually a little different. Um, in the remake, they had a little bit more weapons. So he used a missile. Really? Yeah, well, it actually, you know, there was missiles and all that, but what it was, they wanted to blow him up at the very end of the race. Well, the mechanic had found out that they had put a bomb under his car, so they sent it back to the warden. So when she went to go set the bomb off, it blew, she blew herself up. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to watch the remake. It's, it's really good. Um, it, it's it's kind of political. You know, it's set in the future and all that, just like this one. Yeah. Which, you know, and what, what I was shocked is when I saw Sylvester Stallone for the first time. <laughs> I was like, really? Because, I mean, and then I looked it up. This is his first role. Yeah, Machine Gun Joe. Yeah, Machine Gun Joe. And, you know, they use a lot of the same character names in the remake. Oh, do they? They use Machine Gun Joe and Frankenstein. That's cool. But the rest of them, you know, they changed the names. Those are the two names they kept the same in the remake. Well, yeah, because the others were pretty much Nazis. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, but in this one, you know, it's interesting because it's a transcontinental race versus just a race in a prison. Right. You know you what know, it reminded like, me of? It reminded what's me. What's that? It reminded me of the old cartoons we used to watch as a kid, the Hanna Barbera cartoons called Wacky Racers. Do you remember those? Sort of. Yeah, it reminded me of Wacky Racers on crack. It actually kind of reminded me uh-huh. of Speed Racer. Yeah, yeah, there was there, there was definitely elements of that. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, you gotta think, those are the cartoons we grew up with, so, I mean, you know. True. There, there, you know, there's all kinds of differences and things that you can take out of it, but it was very political, and I'll give it that. It was a very, very political movie. And, you know, spoilers, if you haven't watched a 40-something-year-old movie, 43 at this point, is uh, Frankenstein becomes president of the United States at the end. Yeah. And, you know, but like I said, you know, you kind of, the way the cars were designed, it kind of reminds you of Speed Racer. Yes, and and uh, the teeth. I, I love the teeth on the, the teeth and yeah. the horns. Yeah. I was dying. You know. I was literally dying when, um, they brought the wife on to the construction worker, the guy that first gets killed. And she's like, you yeah. know, you can tell she's all sad, but they're like, and we'll give you, you know, a trip to Acapulco. And she's like, yay. You know, I was dying. <laughs> yeah. You know, your, your husband's dead, but Hey, you get to get a trip to Acapulco. Yeah, um, well, and then, and then what, what tripped me, what tripped me out. And this is kind of an interesting thought about it. You know, not only did they do that, but they gave her the next year, for her own TV it was a 50 inch three dimensional TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. You know, and those are all over today. You know, back, of course, back in the 80s and the 90s, even the early 2000s, it's like, wow, 3D, that's awesome. It is. You know, ooh, a 50, you know, it's like, ooh, a 50, 50 inch. Yeah. Holy shit. 
and now it's like, yeah, 50 and J, nothing. No. You know, I want a 95. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a 110 inch that I see that I really want. And I mean, oh, it, yeah. Well, I mean, even, even now, I mean, you can go to Best Buy for like, you know, 150, 200 bucks and buy like a 250 inch projection. Yeah. Projector. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know, actually, I was just at Best Buy, just like 15, 20 minutes ago. Uh, just, yeah. just because I'm trying a different setup, you know, as far as, uh, that reminds me to ask you, how do I sound? Do I sound clearer now? Yeah, you're sound, you sound a lot clearer. Because originally what I was doing in the last episode and uh, with other podcasts that I had to call into, I was using a headset, kind of like what you're wearing. And I, yeah. I put a splitter at the end of it and ran the headset in there and then ran that to the soundboard. But what I'm doing here is you're literally hearing my mic, which is a XML or MXL rather, you know, high, high quality mic that's ran to the soundboard. Right. And I'm running the soundboard into the splitter, which then goes into the phone. So you're, you're literally hearing the mic. The, the quality mic instead of like a shitty right. headphone. So I digress. I was going to talk about the, the television, but I just wanted to make sure everything sounded good while, while I'm thinking oh, yeah. about it. But um, so I was there at, at Best Buy, and I think the, the biggest 3D TV that I saw, because I had to go back and, and I, I bought a um, – where is it at here? I bought a – it's a, a quarter-inch to a 3.5-millimeter – uh, it's a mini headphone jack adapter, so yeah. So that way I can run the 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 three point five into the mixing board, but because it's only a quarter inch into the iPhone, so it, it's an adapter that switches it over. Anyway, right. they're right next to the the TVs, and they're I think they had like a ninety five inch three D TV. Now, and I guess you 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 have to buy the the TV or the the glasses separately. Now, if you're gonna pay five grand for a 3D TV that's an 8K, you know, number one, yes, that is a great deal. But you should at least be able to have the t the glasses to go with it because the glasses are hanging right next to you know the boxes. Yeah, and they're like I don't know twenty bucks per glass. I'd be like, you you take care of those glasses. You can have a pair of glasses every year on your birthday. That'll be your only birthday present. <laughs> you know? Well, right. Well, I mean, most 3D TVs come with a pair of at least one to two pairs of glasses. Really? This one was an LG, and um, it didn't. Not that I could tell. Well, sometimes I, you know, they don't advertise that the glasses come with it, but most of the time they do. Yeah, they probably want some fool like me to go spend an extra $40. Actually, if I were to do that, I would have to get one for me and, and three kids. So that's 80 bucks right there, plus tax. So closer to 90 bucks. Get home and you're like, right. they're all here. Oh, great. Well, I've already bought them. <laughs> exactly. I'll just put them up for next time. So, yeah, the idea of a 3D TV, 50-inch, in 1975, you know, that was like, ooh, now in 2018, going into 2019, you're like, eh, okay. Yeah. It's pretty much like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can go pick one of those at the, the corner store. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. 
go buy one at Walgreens and shit. <laughs> right? Um, or everybody's favorite Walmart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a Walmart everywhere. Well, yeah, no shit. Um, do you have a particular, like, a favorite scene? I mean, you know, the the construction kill scene was pretty interesting. The first one or the one where the dude's on the ladder? The the first one. Yeah. I mean, you know, it didn't have as much blood and guts as I figured it would with the name of, like, Death Race. But, you know, it's 1975, so. Right. I figured, there, I figured there'd be a little bit more blood. Yeah, because it was uh, Machine Gun Joe. And, of course, he's got machine guns, and he's got this big-ass knife in the middle, and it yeah. stabs the guy right in the dick. That's, that's like, I, oh, jeez, you know, that was like, damn. Right, you know, but what I expected was more of him to be ripped in half than what they actually showed. Right. Yeah. Because that's what you expect with a big-ass knife in a dick. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was good. That was good. At like 80 miles an hour. <laughs> um, yeah, they couldn't they couldn't pull that off now. That type of character, you know, the one that uh, no. Sylvester Stallone did, because, well, number one, he was like totally abusive to his his navigator, who was right. a chick. And yeah, no, that wouldn't fly nowadays. Right. Uh, too much of that domestic abuse bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> But we're talking about the grindhouse. That 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 was acceptable, especially back in the mid seventies. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I'm against you know spousal abuse regardless. But oh know, yeah, we're just, just funny. Me. We're just being funny. Yeah, but I mean, you know, even in movies that wouldn't fly today because of that reason. You know, there's too many people that are like, you know, well, he shouldn't do that. Well, it's a movie. Come on, get over it. Right. Well, that it's you know, called character development. You, they were making him exactly. He he was nowhere near a nice guy. He was a dick, and that right. kind of emphasized on him. Um, another one of my well, my favorite scene is uh oh, who was it? The one with the bullhorns on the car. I'm trying to think of the name. Um, anyway, yeah. a matador came out with the red cape. And they were doing, you know, he was like, yeah, Toro, yeah, yeah. Toro, ole, ole. And then, of course, <laughs> finally he gets gutted. Yep. I mean, the the one that kind of irritated me, though, was the one that she just backed over the landmine by a complete accident. I'm like, really? You know, yeah. she avoided all that shit and then just actually backs over the landmine. Like, yeah. what the fuck? That was kind of a letdown, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, it really was. was. I'm uh, like, what the hell? Yeah, you're because you're thinking, okay, she she got out of it safe, she's okay, you know, she can get back to the race. And let let's just face it, okay. As a guy, you don't want no pretty face harm. It's just something in you. You're like, oh, you know, she's hot. You don't want her to die. You know, you kind of it's, right. it's eye candy, essentially what it is. And then you know, when the the most attractive one of the bunch dies, you're like, oh shit. Motherfucker, you know? What a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Now, the way they killed Machine Gun Joe, now that was good. Yes. 
you know, just took off his hand and pulled the pin through his door. <laughs> I you mean, know, go ahead. I, I think that would have worked better if you didn't know the grenade was part of his actual hand that was fake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, you know, if they would have done that and he would have been just like, you know, pulled his hand off and been like, here, throw this, you know. If you didn't know that the grenade was there, I think that would have made a much better kill scene. Be like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> uh, but, you know, and I, and the I, way they killed the president. I was getting ready. Go ahead. I was just getting going there. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, it, you know, you think it's Frankenstein, you know, and you're like, no, they can't be, you know, there's just no way to work. And, and you kind of see it, kind of like, is it him? And then she gets shot, and it's like, and then you realize, you realize that it's not, and it's like, oh shit, you know? Right. But you kind of see, it, but you kind of see it coming at the same time. It seems like they were going for something, and they changed their mind because. It was almost a melodramatic moment when you find out it was the chick who was dressed up like Frankenstein. And, you know, she gets shot and everybody's like, you know, and he's all pissed off and he's going to take his revenge. But then you find out that she lived. Everything's fine. The leader of the resistance is her great grandmother. And, you know, she marries him. And and I felt it was kind of like a, a wasted moment. Right, because I mean, you know, you think about it. Because if she's going to shoot him and she's trying to get rid of the president, why not just, you know, move your aim like you know six inches to the left? Right. <laughs> I mean, you know. No, why, I totally why kill you. The, you know why kill why kill a racer when your problems with the president and the presidency? Right. That made no sense to me. Yeah, but, I mean, you look at it, but you look at it too, and there's a lot of wind, so kind of makes you wonder if the trajectory of the bullet didn't miss because of the wind. I, I didn't give it that much thought. It was like two, three o'clock in the morning. I, I was. Yeah, well, you know, just kind of a just kind of a thought, you know, as a for what I do for a living, you know, it kind of makes you wonder. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, and we actually we covered that in episode two. That we didn't get to play. Um, go ahead and tell the listeners what you do for a living now. I am actually a full-time paramedic. So, you know, me seeing death and dismemberment and gross shit, you know, that's a daily for me. Yeah, yeah, that's what they pay you the big bucks for. So you can have PTSD oh, yeah. in five years. Yeah, yeah, for, you know, like $11 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You could always come to California, just saying. We could do live shows. Yeah. You know, go rent out a podcast theater down in L.A. and, and hold live shows. I'm sure people would come. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, don't. Just to, make like, what, four, just to make, like, what, $4 more an hour? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> With three times the rent that I'm paying now? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's just, like, uh, food up here is just ridiculous. We're, and we're coming to the, well, we, you know, we're September 1st as we're, no, we're September 2nd, uh, you know, as we're recording this. So it'll come out September 4th when it comes out, this show. And 
it's still like four dollars a gallon here in California for gas. Yeah. See, right now here in Arkansas, it's like two sixty a gallon. See, that's bad for Arkansas. Holy crap. Yeah. You know, but you got to think, rent out, rent out there is like fucking ridiculous compared to what I pay. Yeah, even up, even where I live here in the high desert, it's it's getting high. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to think, you know, but I'm getting my rent fairly cheap because the guy I'm renting it from, you know, I pay $400 a month. But, you know, housing in this area is starting out at $900 a month. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And. And I'm talking, you know, and you're talking like, you know, small town Arkansas. Yeah. Population, you know, 15,000 people. <laughs> I know we're digressing again, but um, when now Russo knows because actually, actually the house that we lived in when when we became friends, uh, I say we, my wife and I, um, we lived there and it was a big house. It was. Yeah. And we paid what three hundred bucks a month for it, something like that. That was like four fifty, I think. Was it four fifty? Yeah, it wasn't that. It, you were paying a little bit. You were paying. You were paying less than five. But I just remember it was cheap for the size. Yeah. Because I remember when you moved into your apartment back in California, you're telling me you're paying seven hundred. I'm like, holy hell! Yeah. Yeah. And now that same apartment goes for about 13. Exactly. So, I love California and they're overpriced. Yeah, no shit. I'm not going to get on Governor Brown. So, I'm just, we're going to move on ahead. <laughs> uh, so, let's see. I, I, the, there's one question in the movie. That they didn't answer, and I wish they would have answered, is uh, the reporter. You know, the blonde reporter? Yeah. She she keeps hinting that they had a relationship. You know, her and Frankenstein. You know, in the, right. in the, the beginning, you know, when he comes to, she's like, you know, oh, my dear friend. You know, and she kept referring to him as my dear friend. And there was a, a bit of flirtation from her to him but he was very cold because he was Frankenstein and um, that was never addressed I, I that was kind of one of the only things that they because they tied up all the loose what, ends very nicely I think yeah they did I think with that one because if you notice throughout the whole movie she only said you know my friend this my friend that so I'm thinking it was kind of a just one of those characters that you know that's just the way she was and it really wasn't, you know, there was no relationship. It was just, and she could have been a government informant, you know, part of the program that he was under. Right. Yeah. You know, I wish they would have addressed her. I mean, I know that she was just a minor character, but that was like one of the only things that they didn't really, you know, tie exactly. up the loose I mean, end. You know, yeah, but it wasn't a big loose end. You know, it was just kind of one of those. Did you know? That last year, uh, they made a sequel. It's called really? yes, it's called Death Race Twenty Forty Six. And I was waiting for the show to tell you about it. I haven't seen it yet. I just heard about it. 
and it's on Netflix. I might have to go check that out. Yeah, I'm thinking that maybe we should watch watch it and then come back next week and give them a you know a thoughts on the sequel. Definitely, because I know there's people out there that say that they don't really care for the Death Race 2000. Which, if you don't care for Death Race 2000, I I think you can appreciate the Grindhouse itself because to me that was total Grindhouse minus the lack of Blood guts. Right, but I mean, that's the thing about Grindhouse. It didn't have to be about blood and guts. It's just that campy, cheesy jokes and, you know, the right. fun stuff that made the movie. Right. Yeah, it was just, it was, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. I thought it was a great show. It really was. I mean, there were some spots in there that they kind of drug it out a little bit, but I mean, you know, they had to fill it in with something. Right. The the where they were there eating dinner. Yeah. The, you know, and they called uh, Frankenstein away, and that whole, you know, uh, machine gun, machine gun Joe and his chick, and and just the other chick, the other navigator. It was just uh, it, to me that was very entertaining. It was there. Oh. The fight between Frankenstein and uh, yeah. Machine Gun, which you're like, okay, number one, you're waiting because it's David Carradine, so you're waiting for him to bust out Kung Fu, you know? Kwai Ching. Yeah. Kwai, was it Kwai Ching Kane? There we go. That's a tongue twister from Kung Fu. But anyway, no, he just, he, he, you know, standard fist fighting. But you're waiting because what? you're seeing Rocky fight. Kwai Ching King. And it was it was just, I don't know. Go ahead. You were kind of waiting for a boxing moment, almost. You were. <laughs> you know, you were looking for something between Kung, you know, one doing Kung Fu and the other one doing boxing, you know. Yes. You were kind of looking for a UFC type fight, and it wasn't. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, but it was still, it was entertaining. It was. It was a really good. It was a really good sequence. I mean, you. But you also expected him to kill it. Yeah, you did. Which and you know, I'm, I'm glad they didn't at that point, because then it would have made a problem later on. But but it was it was interesting because uh, you go back and you watch it and you're like, okay, Sylvester Stallone is is more built than David Carradine, so you kind of think that. So Stallone would get the better part, but they actually, right. if you watch the movie and watch the hand that they, you know, they take off at, at, at the end with the grenade in it, it's the same hand. So what they did is Frankenstein was using that steel grenade hand and hitting him in the face with it, and you're right. and you're like, oh, that actually that that made sense. It made, yeah. Well, it kind of made sense a little bit later because, you know, right after that, you know, they had the bedroom scene where she shows them the grenade for the first time. So it really yes. did make sense then. Yes. A lot of boob action in this movie. Yeah, there was. More than I more than I expected. Yeah. Yeah, I, I admit that one. I, I was like, okay. Uh, I mean, no qualms there at all. At oh, all. No, no, no. <laughs> but just. That's what makes it. Go That's ahead. another good thing about Grindhouse. There's a lot of boobs. But I, I was, like you said, I was just kind of surprised with, you know, how 
how liberal they were, especially back then. Right. And then, of course, you know, the, when they're getting the massage and that whole action scene goes on, you're like, yeah. Right, but you, but you got to also think, too, you know, 1975, that was the beginning of the sexual revolution. You know, porn was everywhere. Good times, good times. I say that like I was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I was going to say, I wasn't there in the original, but I... Yeah, we were there in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> shit so uh, let's see what else is there uh, I, I was going to take notes and I totally forgot there's just so much going on I enjoyed the announcers I love the fact that he finally because that little prick was annoying through the whole movie the announcer <laughs> he was I'm glad he got what he got me in yes you're like yes just... I mean, you know, but you got to think, though, too. I mean, you know, that was his character. I mean, when they first open up, and he's like, welcome, folks. I'm like, oh, my God, if this is the guy for the rest of the movie, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> I think they did that on purpose, to be honest with you. I think they did, too. Just for that reason, they knew they were going to kill him at the end. And if you watch it, kids, it's it's actually the, you know, when he runs them over, there's actually a bounce to the car. Like so, they yeah. they actually ran something over, which was even more entertaining. <clears throat> I mean, he was kind of an annoying character, but I mean, at the same time, he was also one of those characters you're like, eh, he might be annoying, but you know, he makes the film. Yes, he was, really does. Was um, there anything that you didn't care for? You're like, eh. Uh some of the gaps, like, you know, the racing, you know, just when they're racing itself, you know, just the gaps. Uh-huh. Um, you know, lack of death. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you had very little death scenes in between. It's like, I figured there'd be more. With a movie named Death Race, you would figure there'd be a lot more death. Yeah. I, I, the only thing that I can think of is the baby scene where they they set him up with the, yeah. the bomb baby uh, yeah that i don't know it just didn't work for me that was like i don't know i it just well i mean it worked because i mean you know when it when I, especially when i talk about the point system well yeah no it, for the movie itself it it works but i mean for me personally the scene just didn't right fit. right it didn't feel because, right i mean Right. Well, because you got to think. I mean, you know, back in 1975, you know, they could get away with anything. Right. Well, you know, I, that wouldn't fly today. Well, I'm thinking more of, like, writer-wise, not even emotional-wise, just, like, writing-wise. Now, if you're driving along, right, and, you know, you see people having a picnic, and they're holding the baby, and you're like, oh, baby, score, you know? And somebody sets the baby down and runs away. Wouldn't that, I mean, just logically thinking, wouldn't you're like, uh, trap? Was, would that be a yeah, trap? Yeah, logically you would think that. And that's what I was thinking in my head was like, you just walked right into that shit. And it, it just, I don't know. Exactly. It, it, it annoyed me. It really did. That was the only part of the movie that really annoyed me. 
Right. But, I mean, at the same time, you know, you're thinking, too, in a situation like that, you're thinking, okay, that's an easy target. They ran off or got the kid. Yeah, whatever. But, I mean, like I said, I agree with you because that's an easy target. Right. You know, that that this, that was waiting for a setup. Um, you would think that was, oh, trap. No big deal. You know. Now, maybe you can help me with this part, too, because this part I was thinking about, it just popped into my head. And it didn't really make much sense to me, so maybe you can help me understand it. Was okay, Frankenstein and the Navigator, they're driving, and he pulls over and he makes her drive for a while, and he's kind of right. interrogating her, right? What was the point of having her drive as he interrogated her? Was it something, was it to, because if she was driving, she couldn't jump out and run away, kind of thing? Or I, what was your perspective on that scene? Well, I think he knew that there's some type of sabotage going on. Okay. And he knew something was up. So making her drive would put it into perspective of, you know, because that was right after the whole start of uh, the rebels starting to blow him up. Right. So, you know, making it to the point where it's like, okay, if she's driving, they're probably not going to try to blow me up because she's driving because she has something to do with it. He knew something was up. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah, they saw her. They wouldn't try to blow up the car. Okay, that right. that makes sense. That makes total sense. Okay. Yeah, because at first I was like, eh. Um, you know, and then the fact that she can't miss that kid completely. I mean, how could you go around a tree to miss a kid in the middle of the road? Right. Oh, that that reminds me. That that reminds me of another great scene that I just I cracked the hell up. Was okay. So they're pushing all the geriatric patients out on the road because geriatrics are high points. But right. Um, Frankenstein takes a, a right, goes down the hallway, and you hear all these people in, at the hospital, and you hear all these people screaming, and you see these like, and you can tell they're they're dummy bodies, and they're just yeah. flying. And I was just, I was cracking up. It was, it was such a great scene. Yeah, because I mean, he made, well, he made mention, oh, it's euthanasia day at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kills all the nurses and doctors. Like, well, that made no sense. And then it dawned on me, duh. <laughs> so you know, they're they're trying to make an easy points for Frankenstein. He's like, I don't want easy points. I want something, you know. Yeah, make it fun. I want a little bit of a challenge. I want a little bit of a challenge. Let's make this fun. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of the best scenes. I was dying. I was just cracking up. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. I mean, go ahead. That the the ending, you know, them making him president was kind of a. I wasn't expecting that at the end. No. But, you know. But I kind of saw it coming. You know, the the end of the era that they were living under and all that, I saw all that coming. Because him and her both had the same agenda. Right. You know, but them making him president, I was like, okay, that's a little weird. You might have to take your hand and cover your mic because I'm getting a lot of wind. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, that's what I was thinking is like, you know, 
why would they do that? Why would they make him president? You know, it made no sense. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, because I know everybody now. Everybody loved Frankenstein, but was it because he was such quote unquote a good friend with the president? It's possible. I'm thinking more they might have had a like a you know, and, and they didn't really like I said they didn't dress that they might have had a law to where you know whoever kills the president becomes the next president. See, if that would have been great, they should have actually you know put that in there. Yeah, if they if they would have went in with that, then I think it would have been a lot better. Because hmm. I think they should have explained that a little more. Other than that, I mean, you know. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, I mean, for what it was, there was there's some gaps, and yeah, I think now if he would have crashed into the you know the stage and everything would have blown to hell, you know, he dies, she dies, the president dies, everybody dies, it's just one big gas fireball. And then have someone stand there like, well, I guess the race is over. And then walk away. That would have been a great ending. Yeah, it would have. I think that would have been a better ending. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. I just pulled it. I literally just pulled that shit out of my ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but it makes sense, though. You know, just in the movie like that, you know, everybody dies. Okay, I guess the race is over. Walks yeah. off. No, they, they roll the credits. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or something like, Oh, okay. This year's death race was cool. You know, walk away. Yeah. You know, kind of remind you, oh, yeah, it's it's a death race, you know? Yeah. You know, something to the, something to the effect, you know, I mean, because they kind of left it open for a sequel. Yeah. I mean, it. but at the same, they they did and they did, you know, because they could have just ended it right there and been done. Well, yeah, because you're kind of you curious know, to see what kind of president Frankenstein was? Was there any ramifications of killing the president? You know? Exactly. You know, they kind of, they did leave that open for a sequel. I mean, that was, that was a shocker, you know, that they left it. But it wasn't wide open. And you the know, only... It wasn't one of those that... Go ahead. It wasn't one of those where it's like, you know, oh, it had, there has to be a sequel. There has to be a sequel. It wasn't one of those type endings. No, no, no. No, it, it, it works as an ending. It works as a one oh, yeah. shot. But yeah, I, it, to me, it, may, it felt like, you know, the story wasn't completely told. And maybe that's what happens in the, the 2045 version is, yeah. uh, you know, they go back in and they, I get maybe pick up 45 years after uh, Frankenstein's been president. I know everything's got to be different, obviously, because. Right. I mean, the only person alive in that movie that, or still alive in that movie, like legitimately, is uh, Sylvester Stallone. Everybody else yeah. is dead, so you, right. you can't bring nobody back. Right, and that, and that's why you know that's why I hate when they make sequels so many years later. Yeah, damn David Carradine and his autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you have done it? You know, somewhere else, not in the closet where you weren't. Never mind. I'm getting off on the camera. Right? I liked him. He was a good actor. He really was. He, you know, in one of his lesser, one of his lesser known movies. Uh huh. 
Uh, well, I guess you would say movie is more like a miniseries. Uh-huh. North and South. I've never seen that. What is it about? It is an, it's an actual miniseries based on three books uh-huh. that's set during the Civil War. Really? Yes. And it's got Patrick Swayze in it, David Carradine, um, God. Bunch of 80s actors. Of, well, 80s and even 90s actors. I mean. When was this done? In the got, 90s? It came out in the mid-80s. Oh, okay. Um, but it's got like Bow Bridges and. Oh, damn. I haven't heard that name in years. Uh, like really huge actors at the time. Like a couple of them were even in soap operas. Really? You know, yeah. Like main soap opera characters. Um, trying to think of who else was in it, you know, right off the top of my head, but some of them played like bit parts. Uh, Johnny Cash was in it. No shit. Yeah. Um, Christy Alley. Damn, that's was in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're talking like some of the big actors in the mid to late 80s. Yeah, cheers. Right. And, uh, uh, trying to think, I mean, there's like, like I said, there's a slew of actors because it's total, it's like 26 hours for all three, for the whole miniseries, it's like 26 hours. Really? Yeah. But it's based on three books and it starts, you know, before the Civil War, during the Civil War, and after the Civil War. And it's good? It's really good. Okay. I mean, I know it's not Grindhouse, but I, I'm, you know, we're both right, movie right. enthusiasts. We both like a good movie. Right. So. I mean, David Carradine, you know, he plays a very interesting character. Uh huh. Because he plays a plantation owner that beats his wife. Ah, uh, okay. You know, but he's his character is like. Oh, how do you put it? Like sympathetic, sort of. He's an asshole, uh huh, and, and you want to hate him, but you understand because of that time frame, right? That time era. That's the way most people were, right? Yeah, there was you no, know, they, there was no equal rights back in the Civil War days, right? You know, you're thinking, you know, okay, you know, women are property, slaves are property, you know, shit like that. So it made sense, but. You know, it was one of those. It was a good movie. It was a good miniseries. I have it on DVD. Uh huh. I even have all three books. You know what movie we should watch? Let's see if I can find it here. Uh, I got it on Blu-ray. Shoot, now I don't see it. Yeah, I do. Let's see. I think maybe we should start trying to record on uh, Sundays as well. Because do you notice how clear the picture is today? Like the internet is working beautifully. Right. I think it's because everybody's out doing something on a, a, you know. Maybe. Anyway, I I think we should watch. I mean, I've seen this. Have you seen it? It's with Charlton Heston. And I, I don't know if it really clarifies as a grindhouse movie because it was made by Warner Brothers, but it's called Soylent Green. Have you seen that? Great movie. We might have to check that out. It's you you've never seen it? No, I've never seen it. Um you'll love the ending. 
The ending is such a good twist. You love it. Um, it says it's the year 2022. People are still the same. They'll do anything to get what they need, and they need Soylent Green. And it is—it's a great flick. It really is. And it's—it's it's made in the 70s, obviously. Charleston Heston, and uh, it's to me it—it it feels very Grindhouse. Just again, I know it was made by Warner Brothers, but if you watch it, and I'm sure you, I know it's on. I know it's on YouTube. Okay. Big rig. Right. If you're wondering, oh, well, I was gonna say, if you're wondering, kids, Russo's outside, uh, smoking and, and podcasting at the same time. <laughs> so it's not that the uh, the cars are just that loud in Arkansas. He's outside. He's, yeah. He must be pretty close to the road too, huh? Yeah, our station's really close to the road. Is it? Uh, are you working? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know you were working. Yep. I haven't worked today. Ah. Okay. There you go. He's podcasting at the station again. Oh. Hey. You know. That's what I was going to do it sometime. I was going to say, something it, it occurred to me is you're using their Wi-Fi, huh? Yeah. Uh, see, where he lives, kids, in, in the boonies of Arkansas, where he lives... The internet's not available, and that's why I have not moved out there. There's no such thing <laughs> as as uh, fiber optic internet out there. I'm like, nope. Oh, there is, but it there is, but it sucks. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, see, now this is that AT and T fiber optics crap, not Verizon FiOS. Uh, actually, Verizon FiOS got bought out. It doesn't exist anymore. It's uh, it's called Frontier. It's still it's still the Verizon stuff, but for some reason they sold the internet part of their company, and so now it's well, Frontier. That sucks. Yeah, and uh, I mean it's still great fiber optics because it was Verizon, but it's just owned by another company now. I don't know why they dropped it. Um, okay, so swing back around to Death Race two thousand out of. A half a star being the shittiest thing since sliced bread to, yeah, I say shittiest thing since sliced bread because I'm not allowed to eat bread. So I'm trying to convince myself that <laughs> bread is a bad thing. Because I know people are like, isn't it, isn't it the greatest thing since sliced bread? No. Sliced bread is from the devil. Oh, that was loud. If, if you heard that beep, I apologize. Um, anyway, yeah. So sliced bread is from the devil. And let's say... Five stars is the greatest thing since prime rib. How about that? So where you give it a four? You give it a, a solid four. A solid four. Nice. Yeah, it, it was. Um, in fact, I actually went and found it for a reasonable price on Blu-ray, and it's something that I'm going to be adding to my personal collection. I liked it that much where I bought it. Oh yeah, definitely. So. I, I'm very glad that we actually got to sit down and talk. I Again, I it was solely me, gang. It was my fault. I crossed the white with the red. And I don't know how the hell I did that because that shit's color-coded. And, <laughs> and I don't know. I just I don't know what I did. I, I, I think I over kind of consumed myself too much. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I just. I don't know. I'm. I'm just trying to make excuses, but I don't know what I did. But yeah, I screwed up. Mistake. So, but we made up. This is a great show. Great movie. Go out there. Uh, we want to thank Phil Barty again for the, uh, you know, for the recommendation. Yeah, for the suggestion recommendation for the movie. Right on. Um, again, if you want us to. Obviously, if we pick your movie, we're going to tell you, tell the, the listeners, you're the one that suggested it. So, uh, yep. if you've got a movie that you want us to review, and trust us, we've got a long ass list. I, I uh, text messaged Russo last week, and I was like, out of all the people, because there were some movies that were like, I was like, no, you know, that's that's too mainstream to be right. Uh, like, uh, oh, what was it? Bloody Mary. Okay. Uh, one of them was Bloody Mary. That was just one of the movies I remember I, I omitted from the list because I'm like, number one, it was made by like Universal or some shit. And number two, it had like a $50 million budget. That's not Grindhouse. No. So there is, there is, you know, a list that I went through and I'm like, okay, that's Grindhouse. That's Grindhouse. And I sent the best ones to Russo, and I like look at you know the list that we're getting, and so we do have a list. But you send it, you and if it's something that we haven't seen or we want to talk about, uh, we will definitely cover it. We will give because out of the only ones on that list uh-huh. that you sent me the other day, this is the only one on that list that I have not seen. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's saying a lot when you have a list of like twelve movies and I haven't seen like one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, send it to <laughs> send all suggestions, comments. You can tell us that you love us. You can even tell us that you hate us. I don't mind. Uh, I've been getting a few of the "you suck" emails now that we're back in the swing of things and uh, my name's back out there. I don't know why it's directed at me. Uh, you know, but anyway, send all emails. Uh, who knows? Send all your emails, love, hate, or whatever, to grindhouse underscore sleaze at jayzomon, j a y z o m o n dot com. And if it, like I said, if it meets the criteria, if it's a movie that's not already on the list, or if it's a movie that we want to review that we've already seen, we will definitely do that. Um, also, uh, because we missed episode two, I am also obligated to take care of a little housekeeping and say that the Grindhouse Sleaze podcast can now be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and pretty much wherever podcasts are consumed, you can find us there. So... Or you can go to jayzomon.com slash jayzomodcast. That's J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-N dot com slash J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-D-C-A-S-T and find Grindhouse Sleeves. Because that's where that's our home, kids. That's where we're, you'll always find us. So again, Al, thank you. I appreciate you. I didn't I honestly I didn't realize that you had to work today. No, no, it don't it don't matter to me. You know, I got all the downtime, you know, sometimes so you know how it goes. Yes. I'm working on The World of Myth. It's a, a magazine that I run. Uh, we're getting ready to launch episode 65. So maybe 
Maybe there might be something from you. Yep, of course, always. That's just a little plug to, to get it out there. Also, I've been <laughs> negotiating with a couple of new podcasters. Someone's coming in to do Flashback Fridays, which I'm happy because, unfortunately, the guy that we had wasn't able to. And then one guy from Australia has a podcast that he's thinking about submitting to the, the Jaisal Modcast. And then the Jay, uh, Jim Bennett, who was one half of the American Fat Ass podcast, we've actually been talking and trying to get him to bring something new to the show as well. There's that's all the housekeeping I got for this week. You got anything? Well, uh, well and then you got to we we mentioned this last episode, which of course got screwed up. But you know, we talked about Tusk in episode in episode one. Uh huh. You know, you know, you sent me that link where. Uh, Kevin Smith liked our podcast. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I totally forgot that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, he really gave us a thumbs up, and that that's awesome. I mean, you know, someone like that that's you know liked our review of his movie. That's great. Yeah, we'll you know where Kevin Smith stands, and whether it falls into the grindhouse category or not. We, at one point or another, here soon, because we do have a list, which is kind of neat, but we will review Yoga Hosers, just for a simple fact that oh, yes. Kevin Smith was cool enough, because we we did, you know, we were honest. We, we said, this is some good points, this is not so good points. So, we weren't just like, you know, kissing his ass the whole time. We were being very honest, and I think he appreciated that, obviously, if he gave us a heads up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's definitely, oh my God. Yeah. I woke up to that and I was like, Oh, Russo, you know, I took a screenshot of my phone. <laughs> exactly. Because that, but, I mean, you know, but you got to think back, what was it? Three years ago, you know, we took a picture of his navigator at his front door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, he said, he, you know, and he sent us both a message saying, you know, next time knock on the door. Yeah. Yeah. Knock on the door. Good times. And, uh, oh, yeah. next time. Yeah, it, it'll it was good. T- it was good times in a bad situation. Yeah, definitely. But you know, what's the old saying? Time heals all wounds. Yes. So, and if you well, don't I mean, know what I'm talking about, go to because I'm not going to rehash this because her the memorial or not memorial, but the anniversary of her death is is coming up on us very closely, and that's something that I don't want to really tap into. Because this is an upbeat show, but you can go back and you can listen to Scene Red. It was around November 2015-ish, and um, I remember it was right before... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I remember this, this episode, but it's the episode after the what happens is called The Fuhrer Stinks. So it, the one right before that kind of talks about my wife and what happened and how she passed away. And that's pretty much all I want to say about that. Right, right. But, I mean, you know, you got to thank what come out of that. You know, I was able to come out there for a few days. We had a great time. You know, first time we'd seen each other in, like, what, two two years? Yeah, at least. Yeah, because... And, yeah, and... You came out in 2013. Yeah, 2013, and that was the first time I'd seen you in 13 years. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we were still in our 20s the last time. Right. I mean, we've had some good times. You know, we've had our bad times. But, you know, in the end, eh, it's, it is what it is. Absolutely. Uh, before we close up shop for this week, last week was Russo's birthday. And uh, I wanted to see, how was it? How was your birthday? How'd it go? 38. It went pretty good. I had to work that day, but, you know. It was a good day. Not too bad? Not too... No. Very cool. No, it was actually a pretty good day. Uh, the weekend before my birthday was, was really good. Um, you know, went to the river, took my kids to the river. You know, we went swimming the whole weekend, had fun. Right on. Only downside was, you know, I was fighting off a sinus infection at that time. Yeah. Which... Even now, I... I was, Even now, I still have some drainage. I was going to say, I can kind of hear the congestion in your voice. Yeah, I'm still kind of congested, but, you know, eh, I'm getting over it. All right, kids, that's pretty much everything for this week. Uh, anything you want to cover before you go? Uh, hey, if you got suggestions, send them out. I mean, we're open to anything. If we've seen it, eh, we'll rewatch it. Yes. We're, we we're, don't care. We're always open to suggestions. We we're love the interactions. We love the interactions. Yes. If you hate us, I don't care. Hate us. If you love us, you love us. It don't matter to us. We're going to do it anyway. That's right. That's right. That's, yeah. <laughs> you nailed it right on the head, brother. <laughs> All right. So this week for the Grindhouse Sleaze Podcast, I got it right this time. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Alan Russo. And we'll see you next week for more Grindhouse. I tried to do it like her theme song, but I'm not as sexy as that other voice. <laughs> Have a good week. I haven't really seen this episode, but I remember watching it a little bit, but don't know really what it was about. But the way they talk about it, it makes you want to check it out. And show for you next is The World of Misfits 14, The Breakup, November 26, 2018. This week, we learn about why Mike is leaving The World of Myth magazine and transitioning to podcast every other week with lots of randomness that we all come to love and enjoy from this show. And does Stephanie hold it together, or does she start bawling, listening, and find out? Hey, everybody, and welcome to Episode 14 of the World of Misfits podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Barty. And I am your part-time host, Mike Lutz. Yeah, you might want to explain part-time, because I can't. I'll cry. Part-time, because I won't be here all the time. And why won't you be here all the time? Because... you're leaving me! I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I am Drag just... me into this and dump me. <laughs> Boo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you'll get over it. You're doing fine. No, you're irreplaceable. I, that's true. I'll never get over you. I know. I'll never get over you. <laughs> until like, sure you're, until, until you're floating on a piece of wood in the middle of Georgian Bay, and I'm floating, like swimming up. Hey, move over! <laughs> and you go, oh, there's, <laughs> no, there's no Mark fucking room. Like you can. You there's there's no the room. Car. There's a car yeah. down in the 1927. Did you see that thing I posted? No. They found a ship um, that sunk 90 years ago. Okay. And it's in Georgian Bay. 
And the ship is actually in really pristine condition, covered in zebra mussels. <laughs> but it's actually in really good condition. Unfortunately, trying to bring it to the surface wouldn't, it would just, the ship would just fall apart. But inside the ship is a mint, like for being underwater, extremely excellent condition 1927 car. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. It is incredible condition um i think like the windshield is still intact it's still all it's like the car's just sitting there covered in zebra muscles yeah but just sitting there like there's no dings on it no bumps nothing's missing nothing's fallen off so, so the ship went down relatively easy and just a yeah, like, docile the ship the, the car what the happened cargo. what happened was and it's rare for ships to be on Georgian Bay, especially back in that time, and have vehicles on them. Yeah. So yeah. to find one that sunk that actually had a car on it, um, what had happened is that it had left the door open on the stern of the boat, and a storm came through, and the boat started filling up. And in the video that they show you, when they show you the boat, the back end of the boat is actually kind of busted up a little bit and sitting on the floor. And... The bow of the boat is facing and pointing upwards. Got like it. it just gently came down and rested yep. on the bottom. Tail heavy because of all the water. And yeah. It just, down yeah, it went. That's cool. Yeah, all the and air the rushing the, forward. Car's in the bow, so. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, bad. it didn't slide around or anything. They said they had some really good chains on that thing to wag her down. Yeah, but if I'm on a board in Georgian Bay, you can get your own damn board. That's what I figured. That's why. That's yeah. why I went with that. I I knew I was. I am, I'm, I'm. I was. I'm as good as drowned now. So. <laughs> I I'd throw you. I, a, I, you would a throw biscuit. me. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Here's this. You know. Remember in swimming class, you'd have those little biscuit boards. They called them biscuits. I little flutter flutter board. Flutter. I, I my education of swimming did not come to the with the benefit of trained. Lifeguards and flutterboards. Well, mine did because I almost drowned. Well, mine was getting chucked into a pool by a parent. That was and, part of my lesson. Hey, well, you know, it's, it's survival of the fittest. Yeah, dude, swim. If he doesn't swim, well, you have a brother, yeah. so they had another one. They had a spare. Well, he got the same treatment. And he, that one, <laughs> like I said, my brother almost drowned. And like, oh, shit. legit, because we were at, I remember, um, at my grandparents, grandparents' place, they had a pool, and I couldn't, they said we were, oh, what was it, going in for supper, and, I, and my mom told me to go grab my brother, and I couldn't find him anywhere in the house, so I went outside, and I looked in the pool, and he oh, was no. face down in the pool, Oh, and like, he, but it would, like, it just happened kind of thing. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, fuck. And then I think it was my cousin came running and jumped in and grabbed him. So, yeah, it was somewhat. Uh, you didn't save your brother. It what? Your no. I just, <laughs> I said, I was just like, oh, look at that. There's my brother floating in the pool. <laughs> Somebody Holy should shit. do something about this. <laughs> Not me. I don't know if I'm capable of doing something about uh, this right now. So. Yeah, so there's my That's experience. Scary. So well, you, you and your 
butter flutterboard privilege or uh well, I got swimming lessons cuz I almost drowned. Okay. Um I was 3 or four, 3 I think. 2 or 3. And remember those styrofoam rings that they would put around little kids and then throw them in the water and let yes. them swim. Yes. But if you flipped over, you're dead. You were supposed to slide out. Yeah. Well, I was a chunky little kid. Oh. And it, I flipped over and it got stuck around my waist, Oops. so I didn't slide out. And yeah, so I was terrified of water after that. No, really. Now our cottage being on a lake, filled with sharks. Um, no, fuck you. <laughs> I, I have to figure out where this this. I will tell you what a illogical fear of sharks. I will tell you, but let me finish this story first. Okay. Anyway. God, I'm not going to miss this, I'll tell you. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'll find a co-host that's, Oh. Well, I hope your new co-host is a little more accommodating. train him. (laughs) I don't have a new co-host. How about myself? Any volunteers out there? (laughs) Nobody knows the trouble I see. You are so hard done by. I know. I know. I don't. How how you cope is just a a testament to willpower of the (laughs) modern women of today. Are you done? I guess I am. Okay. (laughs) You're looking for a new co-host. You're going to make it so that nobody wants you to come back. I would you're, never. You're going to be the next one that's going to be, you know, vilified. <laughs> somehow, unjustly, unjustly vilified. Somehow, I, I have a feeling my crimes against humanity pale in Will comparison. Will be justified? To, well, maybe one day. But <laughs> the conversation we had just before we went on air, it, it was like, what? What our friend is going through is just like mind bending with uh, oh, the nonsense, boggling, boggling. And I mean, I I actually I was waiting for him to say just kidding at the end of it. You yeah. know, it's all a joke. April Fools. Nope. You're, wow. Anyway, <laughs> um, so my mom put me in swimming lessons because I'm getting there. Just keep ignoring the story. My mom put me in swimming lessons. And I would still would not put my face in the water. I would do the backstroke. I would, you know, do all that. But I would not put my face in the water. I would not go under the water. Because you almost so drowned. I had, You're afraid of the water. Yeah, I had a sadistic swimming instructor. Their fix for this shove, was shove to pick water. me up. Pick me up. No, no, worse. Pick me up. Climb up to the top of the diving board. Nice. And jump off with yeah. me. Sounds good. Now, I screened all the way down. And was still screaming when we surfaced. And he finally just kind of gave me a little shake and said, you're still screaming. And I'm like, ah, because you just jumped off the diving board and I went underwater. And he says, yes, but if you're screaming, you're breathing. You've got gills. All right. You've got gills. So after that, I wasn't afraid of the water anymore. There's a beast behind you. (laughs) That's my dog (laughs) and my cat. And there's a cat up there. I'm surrounded by them. I don't know where the little black fucker. So <laughs> I'm on guard. I'm on guard. <laughs> he is like he's evil. We've decided we're going to put our Christmas tree up 
But we're not going to put any decorations on it at first. No. We're just going to put the tree because he's never experienced a Christmas tree. Yeah. This is his first Christmas. And I mean, he climbs curtains. We've put plastic on the windows and he's peeled it right off. Nice. Nice. So he climbs the curtains and flies around here like his ass is on fire. So we're going to put the tree up and we're going to have a water bottle at the ready. So every time uh, he goes near the tree, it's a, which I'm not exactly sure if that's going to work because my husband's chased him with the broom before and <laughs> whacked him with the broom because he won't leave the broom alone. And he's just got up on his back legs like Ninja Kitty, <laughs> ready to take him on. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I just, my tree's going to have to be wrapped in cellophane and well, you we do. already know we have to tie it to the wall in three places. Yeah. Or it's going to end up on the floor. Well, we we're we're cat sitting right now for my daughter's boyfriend's cat, and so you've added a new one to the mix. Yeah, so we've got we've got four <laughs> cats in this house right now. That's where, where it starts. Oh, they're they're all going. They're all leaving. All of them. The boy, the girl, and all the cats. So <laughs> they're out. You know what they're going to get for Christmas? A U-Haul Captain. voucher. A U-Haul voucher. <laughs> get the fuck out. Uh, here's yeah, the that's what we thought when Katie got the first cat. And then she got the second cat. Oh, well, I told And you. then she got the third and the fourth cat. So she's and a now crazy she's cat telling lady. Us, yes, we call her that. <laughs> she admits it freely. And we have told her, you know, when you move out, you're taking the cats with you. Well, now she's decided... That if she takes two of the cats, which are the ones that free range the house, the other two basically live in her room because they're afraid of everything. Um, if she takes Onyx and CJ, which are the free range cats, that would be too hard on them because they love us and they're used to us. And, you know, no, it's fine. They'll get used to it. We'll visit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll visit. We'll bring Facebook, the other cats. Facebook call me and they can look at my picture or something. That's right. Yeah. That's a you know, you're, you're, you've got Skype. You know how to use Skype. We're on Skype exactly. right now. So exactly. I mean, we were down to we're, one, and he's fourteen, so we were almost free and clear. Yep. That's a, yeah. Now you she started ready all over die. again. Yeah. Yeah. So my Christmas tree, I'm afraid to put that one up too, just because of the fucking dumb cats. Well, CJ likes to chew wires. Oh. So I have this whole National Lampoon's Christmas vacation <laughs> cat image in my head. God, and he did all right last year. He didn't chew the Christmas tree wires last year, but, you know. That is one of my I'm thinking battery-operated lights from the dollar store might be a good idea. Wouldn't hurt. That would would really cut down on the chance of uh, burning your house down. You, you know, yeah. Christmas Vacation is one of my favorite Christmas like tradition movies. tradition in my house. Oh, so Gotta watch good. that. Absolutely. Ha- ha- happiest motherfuckers in. This side of the North Pole. Shedder's full. <laughs> oh. I saw, I, I did a craft show today. The girl beside me did up all these little baby onesies. Yep. And the one had, it said, Griswold Christmas. Griswold <laughs> Family Christmas. And yeah. it had the station wagon with the tree. Yep. And on the back, it had a meter that was all, like a gas meter that was all the <laughs> way over to full. And above it, it said shitter. And it was like right on the butt. I'm like, nice. oh my God, that is, that's freaking awesome. I don't have any old babies to buy it for. I can buy it for my dog or my cat. <laughs> Put it on my cat just so I could have it. That was freaking awesome. Just not. Just buy it and you, you can, like, get a frame and frame it. 
There you go. Yeah, but you got to be able to see both sides, so it'd have to be Just one of those rotating. Oh, uh, yeah, shitter's full. Shitter's full. Anybody who understands shitter's full doesn't need to see Griswold Family Christmas. No, no. They, <laughs> that is such an iconic line from a movie. Oh, yeah. And, with yep. Quaid standing there dumping that stuff, and I'm just like smoking his cigar. This is the greatest sh- thing anybody oh, yeah. has ever written for a movie. <laughs> Fix the mill post. Chains <laughs> so off. So oh good. yeah, that was that's been like a traditional movie in my family since I was a kid. Yeah. Since it came out, yeah. that and the and, uh, um, the Christmas one with Ralphie and um. Oh, um, uh, uh, uh Christmas it. Story. That's right. Yeah, that's Phil's favorite movie. Yep. So you'll shoot you your eye shoot out. shoot your eye out. Yes. <laughs> that leg lamp. Oh, I've tried to get him that stupid leg lamp for years for Christmas. I just saw. I see it every now and again, yep. but they want like 300 bucks for it. And I love my husband, but not that much. Wow. <laughs> The revelations. Of, the revelations are coming out. Oh, he knows. I tell him all the time. Well, all right. sorry, Phil. You usually call him an asshole daily. Wow. You're such an asshole, but you're my asshole. So, so makes you... it better. No, never mind. So. <laughs> yeah, you should hear what he calls me. Oh. <laughs> usually under his breath where he thinks I can't hear him. We should probably wire up your house just for the, the sheer comedy of what's going on over in that crib. Oh, seriously? My house, there should be, yeah, because it would, reality comedy. <laughs> just Not reality, unscripted. Unscripted, oh no, it would be reality. No, they, you can't call it reality. Anymore. I know, I've been on a reality show before, so I know it's not reality, trust me. <laughs> no. They would set it. Yeah. They would set up the scene. Okay, so you and your sister-in-law are going to fight. You really don't like her. Oh, and by the way, she said this about you. Just to piss me off. Yep. Or piss her off. And then they would go, okay, go. Yep. Well, <laughs> but all you got to do scene, when when they look at a TV show, as soon as they say there's a producer, then you know it's not reality. Oh, yeah. At oh, yeah. all. After, so. after every scene when they would go, okay, cut. End scene or whatever. And Donna and I would whip around the corner and we would be just busting a gut going, okay, so the next time, this is how the, the next, we're really going to play it up the next, and we would completely forget that our mics were still on. <laughs> so we would come back in the room and Chris, the sound guy, would be sitting in his chair with his big pack sitting on his lap and yep. he'd be like, yeah, I heard you guys. <laughs> yeah, Chris, if you value your life, you won't say you're a not going to say nothing. He's like, oh no. Nope. He wasn't saying a word. He says, you'd be amazed at the secrets I'm privy to. Oh, no I can doubt. imagine. Oh, listen, I, I worked on a movie set, and one of the, uh, we they had a wireless mic, and we had a girl, she was monitoring the wireless mic. Well, we had one of the, a, an actor came in from California. Um, you might know him from, uh, Dave's worked with him a couple times. And, okay. And... In between takes, he would sing to her. <laughs> like he, he he would he would pull his pull his mic up a little bit, and yeah. nobody else could hear. It. So he's like talking dirty to her and singing <laughs> singing oh, filthy songs. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, Phil drove our sound guy nuts because he has a very vocal stomach. Oh, <laughs> and, and Chris is like, I just I can't. I, how? 
How, what are you eating that is making those kinds of noises? <laughs> yeah, and it's the one and only time you'll ever see Phil wearing makeup because everybody on TV wears makeup. Shiny. Yeah. Oh, you should have seen when they when they offered to pluck his eyebrows. Phil's like, "Fuck no!" Oh, <laughs> hell no! Awesome. Come awesome. on, little eyeliner, blush. <laughs> I'm, I'm not good. Fending off doing? a cat attack right now. Oh, is that where my little black asshole went? He's no, at your I, house. Uh, awesome. Uh, hold on a sec. <laughs> uh. See, that's little black asshole. Oh, this, this is a big. That's a big one. Get out of here. That was obscene. I saw a boob. No. Get out of here. Two nipples. I saw nipples. Cat nipples, but cat. nipples. Yeah. Yeah. They're going... now in the pornographic bestiality version of our show. <laughs> I guess we got to put that. Now you got cat hair all over that. I know, but it's black, so I can't tell where it's on my microphone. <laughs> That's when you start doing, you know, moving in those weird angles uh, so you that... touch it just right in the light. No, I don't know. No, we got to get rid of the explicit tag for the the podcast and or get the the explicit tag. Yeah, we have to get the. I thought we already did. Oh, uh, probably for language. What? Like, fuck. Oh, I mean, <laughs> we're well behaved for the World of Myth Magazine at www.theworldofmythmagazine, but we're not on the podcast. Look I've at got you. it in there at least once. Look at you. Oh, slipped her right in. Be, uh, being like, for like, you, Dave. Cor- <laughs> being a corporate shill that you are. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I get paid the big bucks. Oh, wait, no, we don't get paid. We do this for free. Uh, that's right. Because we're just crazy that way. Ow, motherfucker. <laughs> See? You shouldn't have picked him up. No kidding. <laughs> He's going to fuck you up now. Asshole. <laughs> don't move your toes. No, he bit my hand. I... <laughs> Go like this. Yeah, well, yeah, he leaned up. And then, <laughs> and then I'll watch him launch himself. Yeah, bit my thumb, little fucker. Bite him <laughs> back. That little worm. Uh-oh. Hello, old man. Phil's I'm petting my old man. No, no. This is my old man. Oh, good lord. Ah. Ah. Ow. Claw. This is Morgan. It's fluffy. He's fucking huge. All right, let go. Hold on. Don't panic, dude. You gotta go over the wire. There you go. Yeah, I know. Your whole world just got shifted around. You're almost 15. That's a little traumatizing for you. 15 years old and he's an outside cat. Yeah. That. Been a, and he's still alive. Like, that's unusual for an outside cat. They don't usually live this long. The, the first cat that my, my daughter got is, uh, close to that. And, Glitch is an outdoor cat. And yeah. they're either very smart or dead very quickly. Oh, Glitch is very, very smart. But Glitch is starting to slow down because of age. Yeah. As we all are, the ravages. I now have a plethora of chipmunks in my backyard because Morgan is no longer, he the, looks at them, he watches them run, and then he's like, yeah, I got food in the house. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all can live. And yeah. there's one, we called him Braveheart this, excuse me, this summer. Um, Morgan was, ow, dude, I'm See? not going to pet you if you're going to, like, acupuncture my leg. <laughs> um, Morgan was lying on the deck, and Odie was lying on the deck, and Katie and I were sitting on the deck, and this little chipmunk, I swear, he was, he had to be maybe 
six months old. He was only like four inches long. If that, he was little. Kind of like trotting right up to the deck. And he's like a foot off the deck. Three, maybe three feet from the cat. He gets up on his little back legs and he's looking at all of us. All right, so I grab some bird seed. I throw it down there for him and he's like shoveling it all into his cheeks. And Morgan just kind of looks over at him. All right. And the little chipmunk froze. <laughs> the giant and lion. Did, the lion. And he's like trying to hide behind this little tuft of grass. <laughs> and then he realized, okay, so the cat's not coming. Oh, great. So he continues with the bird seed. Yep. But then the dog shifted and he froze again. He didn't take off. He just kind of froze and ducked down between, behind like four blades of grass. <laughs> like we can see you. Yeah. So cat takes off. Dog goes in the house and Katie's out there. And all of a sudden I hear she's just roaring. What is going on? The chipmunk had got up onto the table on the deck where the bag of bird seed was and was trying to get into the bag. Uh, of course. But he was going under the bag. Well, I have a great big Ikea lantern. Yep. One of those old, you know, they used to carry lanterns. Yes. One of the glass panes is broken. So I guess he panicked or got confused and he went through the open pane and got <laughs> stuck inside the lantern. So he's running laps around the candle trying to find the open pane again. Perfect. And Katie's trying to open the door to let him out, but I mean, she's laughing too hard. <laughs> but yeah, he got, and he would come every, every time we'd go out there, he'd come trotting right up to the deck and look at us like, where's my food? So yeah, we named him Braveheart. Yeah. Yep. He earned it. Yeah, wow. Well, the old cats, he's just like, I'm just too tired anymore. I can't do mice. Don't like mice. I would like to wear the black squirrels as a hat. <laughs> it's raccoons. You're supposed to wear raccoons as a hat. Oh, there's enough black squirrels in the neighborhood. I could make a hat, mucklucks, and mittens. And they like living in my roof. Oh, fantastic. So, then little fuckers need to die. I yeah. swear, it's like a little squirrel mafia in the backyard. Yeah. You see the ones sitting there, and they're all gathered around them, and then they all disperse. Like they've had their orders. Go fuck up somebody's <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, that's usually mine. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. That's what they do. I mean, I'm pretty damn accurate with my slingshot. Ah, there you there's go. there's a few that have bared the brunt of <laughs> a marble or six in the ass. Yeah. Because they're in my garden. Well, there you go. Eating my beans. Just stay right. All the tops. Just the tops. All the tops. As soon as that little bean shoot comes up, they. Eat the fucking tops right off the beans. You gotta get out Piss there. Me off. Get the get out there sooner. And then this year, I gave up on the beans because they ate all the tops off them. Gave up on them. Yeah. So then they decided to go after my tomatoes. As yeah. soon as like, you'd watch them, I'd be watching them like, okay, they'll be perfect red tomorrow. Yep. They just they're just that one more day and then I'd go out there and get them and they'd have them all lined up on the fence. Yep. Or, you know, strewn around the yard. Fuck. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> So next year, I'm planting a poison garden just for the squirrels. Ah, there you go. Or get a pellet gun. I want a pellet gun. The only problem is my husband's afraid to let me have a pellet gun. Because? My tree-killing neighbors. I might accidentally shoot him in the ass. Well, that would be a a serious... At least with the slingshot, he's got fair warning. He can see me aiming. Well, he can see you aiming with a pellet gun. Pellet gun would be a lot... Yeah, but pellet gun would be a lot quicker. Well, you don't, you don't, you need to take time to get your aim right. You don't want to rush, rush your shot. 
Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't like them. I like them about as much as I like the black squirrels. You. They have, can all go. You've got it rough. I do. You do. I, I really do. I, and now I, you're I, deserting me. I know. <laughs> I just. I'm. You're. I. I feel bad. Drag me into this. I then leave. I totally. I didn't leave. I'm not leaving. Not okay, you're pausing every other week. Yes, there's there's a vast difference between leaving and, and what I'm be going to be doing. That, you know, true. How many <laughs> people are going to be upset you're no longer doing the interviews? Uh, nobody. Maybe one. Oh, I'm, I'm pre- considering I asked like the first six questions, and then you pretty much took it from there. It's going to be the shortest interviews now. Well, ever. Okay, okay. It will be back down to the regulated ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, it will. It will. It will be what it was supposed to be right from the get go. Sorry, Dave, but crap. Are you trying to not get the explicit tag with crap? It will be shit. Oh. <laughs> Is that better? Well, I wasn't going to go that far, but ah. <sighs> Bring you'll, out my bubbly, my fine. effervescence. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I knew that'd make you laugh. Yeah. I'm just trying to tell you I'm going to miss you, man. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. I know. I said we talk to each other every day. I know, but How? everybody out there will miss you every other week. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. You did leave the magazine www.theworldofmyth.com I, I did. <laughs> you I had did. to do that. I had to do that. And it said it was one of the most, one of those things that it said when I got the news that my work situation was changing. You went radio silence for like two days. Because I was trying to figure out how I can make everything work. Yeah. And it was just like, it's not going to happen. It just is not going to work the way it should work. And it wouldn't have the quality that, yeah, and attention that yeah. you put into because it. Because when when Dave and I getting like getting close to release day, so we get really communicating back and forth a lot, like pinballing mm-hmm. the stuff back and forth. And I won't be able to do that if I'm on the wrong shift when it comes down to the time it gets ready to release. Yeah. Because the, 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 the 15th is the deadline for submissions. And that never happens because I was going to say very few people actually honor that deadline. No, no. But like I said, we, we, I, we like to put that out there. As in the okay, hope, here's here's your first deadline. All right, <laughs> now you got five more days. Then it becomes the this is the deadline. Deadline. Yeah. So because I know I'm bad for that. Everybody is. Even Dave. What was that? I don't know. I just heard like it sounded like almost like a car. A rumble, and might then a meow. Have, well, there's the cat is back, but I think it might have been 
some of the Fast and Furious kids out in the, uh, on the oh, street. Oh, so, God, with those cars yeah. that sound like really bad lawnmowers. Yeah, yeah, that's a, but, <laughs> but, like, for this, even for this month's magazine, I was editing up until the 23rd. And yeah, and it comes out the 24th. On the 24th. And the the very last thing that I had to do was the introduction. Because the way I write the introduction, I look at the magazine that's being assembled. Like they, I, uh, I'll get everything that is going to be going into this into that month's edition and I send it to Dave and he codes it and puts it into the magazine form. Then he sends me the, the link to the magazine that's not out yet. And then I look at that and I build the introduction off of that. And that is usually the very last thing that goes into the magazine because it's like the day before or two days before the, like, the release date yeah is when because i know for a fact everything is done and everything that was going into the magazine has been checked rechecked and it is going in everything when when dave puts it in sometimes the coding screws up stuff but there's really nothing you can do about that yeah and then it's just send off the introduction after I build that. And then yeah. like, we we talked about um, I need to write more. I was mm-hmm. writing every... I have my writing in every magazine, every edition. Yes, you did. You did your intro. Yeah, my intro, it was Dave gave me free reign to do as long as I got everybody that was in like the pertinent information. I had the header and the thing at the the paragraph at the bottom that was all mine. I could play yeah. with that as much as I could, and then it was like a lot of the times Dave and I would, would coordinate about uh, what we needed, like what was needed for the magazine that month, what mm-hmm. was missing, and yeah. we said Dave, being the machine that he is, would pick up. All kinds of writing. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, we need this, this, and this. And, and goes, then the amazing thing about Dave is like, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, t- the next day you've got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said, I, he will go, there's been a couple times, even before you jumped on board, um, I would be talking to Dave. He goes, okay, we need a humor. We need a sci-fi. Uh, I need a fantasy and something else. And I went, well, I can't write humor. He goes, okay, give me a fantasy story. Well, all right, sure. And that's where those two story, those two Thor stories came from. Went, I oh, like them. All right. So nobody else liked them. I went back and just, just to kind of put the, uh, the, the period on this, the just last Just because you didn't have votes doesn't mean nobody else liked them. That's exactly what that means. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I have been watching. People vote for the story that they really, really like. You know, the one that they want member of the month, yeah. basically. Yeah. Doesn't mean they haven't enjoyed all of the stories. But 
that also means I didn't. Like I, I like, no, that also means that I didn't write well enough for them to think that I was worth getting member of the month. So what is it they say in in the Thirteenth Warrior? Try harder. Grow stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Little brother. Yeah. Sorry, I love that movie. I gotta watch that again too. God damn it! I watched. Yeah, I'm just thinking the same thing. I yeah. had to watch that. I said I read. I said yesterday we. Um, yesterday Saturday. Uh, we're driving around London looking for apartments for the kids. Um, yesterday was Saturday. Yesterday was Saturday, but this is coming out on Monday. It's our rainy season. I have no idea what day is what, uh, so, you know. It's it's dark. It's a dark o'clock. This is going to come whatever. out tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> this comes out Monday. Um, after driving them around London all day, I said I just got home. I put my feet up. I poured myself a stiff, stiff Jack and Coke. And I started to watch Rise of the Guardians. So, oh yeah, just uh, I love that movie. So I think I've seen it. I think I've seen. I know. Don't look at me like that. You look at me like it should be one that if I've seen it, I would remember it. Yes, you should. It would be like burned into my mind. Go watch it right now. All right. See ya. Actually, right, I'm- eh, for another <laughs> week. Go on. No, I'm yeah, just, no, I don't. What? Okay, I I will watch it December twenty seventh. Is that when you're done work? Yes. Yes. Well, no, I'm done. I'm done the twenty fourth, but then I have Christmas Eve with my son and my daughter in law and my grandson, and then Christmas Day I'm not doing anything but staring at the TV watching mindless crap. <laughs> right and then the boxing. All right, I'll watch it. All right, I'll watch it Christmas Day. There you go. It's 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 a good. It's a seasonal movie. It'll work. Okay, perfect. It'll work. I'll watch it in between um, Christmas Story and National Lampoon's Christmas Lampoon's Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Oh, that'll get watched Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. Because my kids, my kids grew up with that too. It's like we have traditional Christmas movies that we watch. We watch the Griswolds. We watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we have traditional Christmas songs, like... Um, Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer. That one. <laughs> and The Night Santa Went Crazy by Weird Al Yankovic. Yep. And um, Frosty the Perverted Snowman. Uh, and oh, I Farted on Santa's oh, Knee. Whoa, 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 whoa. Eh? Frost- They're not normal Christmas. Yes, you have to Frosty go to the y- perverted snowman. Yes, and I have, I farted have on to- Santa's knee. Yes. Where the fuck did these come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking for non-traditional Christmas songs or uh, funny Christmas songs, and those ones came up, and my kids went, "Yes, <laughs> all right, score." So, pretty much, like, mom's cool. <laughs> so we put on the you know the, the fireplace channel and yeah. mute. And I fire up the YouTube and we got the the Christmas spirit just oozing all over the pretty place. much. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh no, the like like I played a traditional one and it like scared the hell out of my daughter Which when one? she was little. Which one? I played um, Deck the Halls by Shadaisy, and at the beginning it's kind of all. 
in a, like they're singing in a round. Okay. So it's all blended and it did, she burst into tears. She was terrified. I put on Santa, you know, the night Santa Claus went crazy and she's like, yeah, mom. And she's like, four. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. My kids are twisted. Awesome. Gee. My job here is done. Yeah. I was going to say that apple didn't fall far from the tree now, did it? Not even maybe. <laughs> <laughs> My grandson doesn't stand a chance. Nope. 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 It is my granddaughter's. Alright, cool. Uh, yeah, so, I'm only gonna be on every other week now. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of See, now it's hitting you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, It hit me the day that I got the news that. I'll admit, I shed a tear. Yeah, everything everything changed for me in with the magazine and this company when that when I got the news about my work. And yeah, I was like assholes. Yes, do they? No, it, I, they're not assholes. No, they. I no. mean, they're keeping you employed. So, well, I I knew what uh, my I created my position. And my start and stop time at work. And I knew it was only a matter of time before they... They'd they'd go, no, we don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) I said it it was going to change sooner or later. And I got a almost a four-year run out of it. Wow. Nice. blew my mind. Because I figured, like, every day I would go in there expecting things to change. Every day. Yeah. And people would look at me like, oh, how did you do that? I said, I just went in and I said, let's try this. And the company went, all right, we'll give it a shot. Don't fuck it up. I don't plan on it. So. Yeah. But said it was. It, it, it was coming. I knew it was coming. Oh. Got bit again. No. Peel my nail off. Don't do that. See? I don't want to see. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> now I'm no. growing out my acrylics. Uh, That's all that is. That's yeah. just acrylic. No. So, like you said, it was it was just a matter of time before that, that particular thing at work went away. Yeah. And but at least you're only doing two shifts. You're not doing three. No. Just two. It, actually, if I was doing three shifts, I could probably make that work a lot easier. Because it would only be one shift a month where it would be craziness. Well, I mean, even on an afternoon shift, you can record on the weekends. We usually record on weekends. No. Just saying. <laughs> But the thing is, the the thing of it is, there's now the potential for more overtime for me. Yeah, and you have a family, you have a life, so when you're on afternoons, you don't see them. Trust me, I know my husband works three shifts. Yeah, day shift, I don't talk to him. No, he's He's up at four thirty in the morning. He's in bed at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't Sorry. know if I could do midnights anymore. I did. I used to love it when I was younger. He loves midnight shift. That's his favorite shift. Yeah. I don't see him when he's on midnights. Like he comes home at seven. I see him when I get up. 
You grow and more. I get out of the bed and he gets into the bed <laughs> yeah. and then I see him at dinner time and he goes back to bed and then he gets up and goes to work. Yeah. But he loves that midnight shift. Maybe it's because he doesn't have to see me. <laughs> I never thought of that. Win-win. Yeah, you know, <laughs> afternoon shift. I hate afternoon shift because I have to cook. Oh. I don't cook. So we eat a lot of, you know, craft dinner and that's grilled cook. cheese. That's technically cooking. Yeah, I don't create. Okay, that's better. That's different. I, yeah. I make stuff so that we don't starve. Yeah. So we get a lot of, and we, we do a lot of fend for yourself nights. Well, yeah. <laughs> see, that, that I'm ha- having a bagel. That happens a lot here too. So it's just, it's just the way it works. Uh, yeah. Well, we're at Stretch. 42 right now. I think we're running out of steam. And no, you are. I am because I'm running on pure adrenaline at this point. <laughs> <laughs> You you've had said your full weeks are what you got what three more weeks of craziness. Um, the next, I went from the last day off to my next technical day off, which I may not even get, and I will work nineteen days straight. Oh. <laughs> and then it's we we are closed on Sundays, but depending on the orders. If we have deliveries for a Monday that need to get made up, if we have big orders, like a lot of our, now a lot of our corporate orders are going to start coming in. Oh, yeah. Where they want like 35 baskets and, you know, yeah. So Sundays are usually, we don't open the store, but we're there making baskets. Overtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I got lucky tomorrow, I was supposed to be in at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, and because I worked a craft show today, my boss wow. told me that you know I can come in at nine. Wow. We don't open till ten. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that extra pressure I hour have of sleep. Twenty-eight boxes <sighs> to book for shipping to individual offices across Ontario. It, well, they all have to go out tomorrow. Luckily, the mail strike just got legislated to death. Well, no. We don't use Canada Post for that very reason. We use Pure Later, FedEx, uh, UPS, Canpar. Anybody. Carrier Pigeon. Pretty much. Anybody other than Canada Post. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Canada Post. No, and I mean, in all reality... The workers were striking for good cause. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine walking miles and miles and miles a day carrying those great big heavy bags, having to deal with people who don't shovel their driveways and their walkways. and Dogs. Dogs. Being out in the rural area where you have to try and, you know, scale a six-foot mountain just to get to the mailbox yeah. because the plow's been by. Yeah. And, I mean, they're out there in blizzards and... Yeah. All that crap. I couldn't do it. That's their, it's in their thing. But, you know, then again, you chose to be a mail carrier. Well, Carry good. the fucking mail. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. I'm not getting nothing in my mail anymore now. Nope. You know. <laughs> Although I don't, I do have one issue. Like, I live on one street 
and I keep getting mail for 420 the other street and they get my mail. They're not even, the names aren't even similar. No, but the address is. Just the number. Yeah. I, I have the exact same issue because there's, there's my house number east. I'm west. And we, yeah, but at least it's the same street. Yeah. That could be. I'm Frederick. They're Mildred. How can you fuck that up? Maybe they were their grandparents and they were just feeling nostalgic. Every week? Yes. Like I've gotten oh, credit you, card you, bills. You haven't missed your grandparents? Oh yeah. Well then why are you busting their balls? But why give me their credit card bills? They want you to pay them, obviously. And their their gas bills and their hydro bills and Maybe this Oh, is... and for, for our American listeners, hydro is the lights. It's the electric bill. We call it hydro. Maybe this is a ploy by the mail carriers to get the citizens to know each other. By mixing up the mail, you have to go visit the I person. already know him. He was my grade 10 English teacher. Well, there you go. Small town. There you go. That reminds me, when my book comes in, I have to take him a copy. I told him I would. What book? My book! It's coming out December 11th. Nice segue. Thank you. <laughs> Eternally Bound. Be available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And if you're in my town, it'll be available at Georgian Bay Books. Nice. Yeah. What's the name of your book? I told you already. You weren't listening. It's called Eternally Bound. Okay. I'm giving you more chance to plug your shit. But if that's the way you want to be. I know. And and if you go to theworldofmyth.com, the magazine, it has information on how you can get on the pre-order list. Ooh. So go to www.theworldofmyth.com and look for my prelude to Eternally Bound. So you get like a sneak peek. And yeah, I saw that yawn. <laughs> so tired. I know. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. All right. So theworldofmyth.com, www.theworldofmyth.com. You can go read it. Right now, my last issue, and what else you got there? Eternally, yeah. Go, go read his com his his intro. Hey, how his intro, and go read Dave's commentary. He's sad. He's sad. He's sad. Ludo sad. <laughs> you can check us out on Twitter, which Mike will still be manning because I don't know the password. He gave it to me, I lost it. I know, it's like, you send it to me and it's like 15 fucking letters and 17 numbers long. No, it's not. I'm not remembering that shit. You deal with the Twitter. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I think I pretty much have the page set up, though, so that whatever posts on the page posts on the Twitter account anyway. Yeah, I think so. You or did, something you, like that. Somebody did that because I sure shit didn't do it. Because something I, like I that. don't know how to do that. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. So this Until is it. Until two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. When we will be doing an interview. 
And it'll be your last interview. Yeah. You're, you're. Because it, the interviews are the, what you have the trouble with scheduling. Correct. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah you should have a, your new co-host sorted out by then. Whoever that may be. Whomever that may be. Whomever? Whomever. They better be willing to behave themselves. <laughs> Why? You don't. Well, exactly. Somebody has to. (laughs) There is that. (laughs) All right. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week. Uh, I said, like I I said in my introduction, I'm not going to say goodbye because the future is unknown, but I will see you down the road. You know, I've listened to Mike's episodes of his podcast. Mike has a co-host, but Stephanie really has made this show her own. All right, folks. I want to thank you for spending these few hours with me, and I invite you to come back next week, Friday, and I will pull out of my machine and explore three more episodes from the Jasonmon archives for your enjoyment of at least three hours of audio entertainment. With that said, I'm Randy Lofgren. And I will talk to you again right here on Flashback Fridays.